Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, and we are talking about Halo Infinite, and something is wrong. We are covering the fact that they were planning to do a pretty big update in January. That update is not happening, and we're going to look at the history of the game up to now, some of the challenges they've been having and things that have been going on. If you like these kinds of conversations, topics, and live streams, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these live streams. I try to put everything right here at the beginning for you in a quick segment so you don't have to go poking around the live stream. So without further ado, this is an SNTR update. Halo Infinite continues to struggle to get itself into a place where the community is happy and satisfied, and that is continuing with the announcement that they will not be doing the update as planned about Forge co-op and everything coming next season. Joseph stating Staten sending a tweet that was pretty disappointing for the community. If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my upload. So according to videogamer.com, 343 Industries has delayed the reveal of a planned roadmap updating fans on the progress of Halo Infinite's campaign co-op and Forge modes. Now there's more going on here that is sort of driving me to say like something is wrong. What's going on with this game? What's going on at the company? Joseph Staten had the following to say when he tweeted. He said, hey folks, in November I said we'd have a Halo Infinite update on our seasonal roadmap, co-op and forge in January. We need more time to finalize our plans so that what we share is something you can rely on. This work is my top priority and we'll have an update as soon as we can. So I get where he's coming from. They don't want to walk out and say something that is not locked in. That's not something that they can, you know, that we, the community, can rely on. They want it to be something good. But I think there's something else going on here. There's something wrong. They've been having lots of trouble doing some seemingly pretty minor things. Big Team Battle being one example of they just can't seem to get the fix rolled out. When they did roll the fix out, it seemed to take a while. We attributed some of that to the winter and the holiday break, which is okay, but then it didn't really fix the problem. They actually had to disable Big Team Battle challenges because people couldn't get in or stay in games. They also can't make quick adjustments to the store or even adjustments that seem like they'd be pretty reasonable. A good example of this is when they made some good adjustments to the store recently, people said, hey, when there's a bundle available, why can't I just click on individual items and buy them? That's not a possibility according to 343. That's just not something they can do right now, which again seems a little rigid and a little stiff. It's like the game lacks agility. The XP changes that they made, they weren't even that great. I've outlined how if you play 20 games Monday through Friday, doing four games a day, you're going to level up the battle pass four times. If somebody's very busy and they bank all 20 games on a Saturday, they're going to get like 1750. They're not even going to get enough to level up the battle pass twice. So it wasn't even a good change. But secondly, it was a weird change. Why can't you just give people XP at the end of a game? Why did you have to work within the existing challenge system and even then do something that didn't really seem like an update, more of just an adjustment? So like, well, now there's a daily challenge. The game mode being made by certain affinity is now reported according to League 
weeks and according to reliable sources they're not even going to talk about that until the third quarter of this year I don't know why it would take that long to talk about a mode or, or a new game mode. The, the, the Battle Royale rumors are still in play with details that we find to be reliable from reliable sources about a 30-man Battle Royale with three-man squads, but when's that going to land? And is it going to land with a ton of problems as well? The next season, is it in trouble? Is it even coming? Why can't you talk to us about the next season? You're already stretching the existing season well beyond what I think is reasonable. And now you can't even really update the community on what's coming next. It seems to me that there's either tons of baked in problems in this game, or I said last night to my producer, it's like they designed an aircraft carrier. This thing can't turn sharp, that can't make quick adjustments, and that's not a good look for a game in 2022 that wants to last for 10 years. Those quick adjustments are incredibly needed. This has been an SNTR update, and we will see you in the next one. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Oops, I left the stinger up. There you go. You get another little whoosh sound. Welcome to another episode. And yeah, you uh, you may have noticed we, we've changed the glasses and uh, we've had to adjust some things with the lighting. Uh, so it might look a little different, slightly different, but I think it looks good. We I was fiddling it with this morning. Uh, they're a little bit more reflective, so I have to adjust how bright my screens are. I have to adjust how much is hitting my face. So make sure you are on live chat. Make sure you have smashed the like button. I'm curious what you guys think about our topic of discussion this morning. Pretty disappointing to see that they're not even going to be able to talk to us about what's coming. That was supposed to happen in January. And the announcement that, you know, oh yeah, we, 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 we can't even do it. So, you know. Now, the new glasses, we should talk about this. We should talk about this. New sponsor, new sponsor. We're excited to work with a, uh, a blue light blocking company because we've worked with them in the past. And the previous company that we worked with, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't get any response from. We didn't know what was going on. Uh, no, this is not blue light lotion. We are officially now working with Gunner Optics. And these, I forget the name of the ones they sent me. These ones were the ones I picked out. They've also sent me a couple of sunglasses to show you guys as well in these same frames. Um, you can use the glasses command and go order some. There is no discount because they're already very reasonably priced. I didn't find them to be that expensive at all. It only gets a little bit expensive if you have to do a prescription. If you are, oops, I knocked my coffee down. If you are just doing just the normal blue light blocking glasses, they're very reasonably priced, so there is no discount. It does give me credit. I do get a kickback if you use my link. So use the glasses command. We'll start adding that link as well in the description of the videos so if you come back later and there's no live chat you can use that link and it does support me and it gives me credit so excited to announce that it took a while to get the prescription frames non-prescription frames are pretty fast but the prescription frames have to go to the lab so uh, the ones that I'm wearing are Intercept. I believe they're called Intercept. Uh, if you go to their page and like click on the the uh, official shop light, you know, shop blue light glasses link, I believe these are the inner. Yes, these are the Intercepts. 
uh, intercept, and I liked them because I liked the I liked the square look. I wanted a big change from the round ones I had been wearing, and so I thought let's go a little bit bigger and a little bit different. And I've uh, I, I really like them. Um, you get the non-reflective lens, you can wear them on stream. All of their glasses come with anti-glare, but these are still a little bit more glare-prone than the previous pair. I'll be honest, the previous company that I was wearing, very minimal glare, but the lenses were lower quality. They scratched very easily. Most of my pairs were hard to wear um, because they they got like little teeny micro-scratches on them all the time. So... Just ordered the same frame last week. Prescription with amber tint, single vision. Well, there you go. There you go. There's somebody in chat that has ordered a pair as well. By the way, if you guys have been wanting to support us directly, you can get fricked in February. Use code GETFRICKED to clean out our Frickmas blend. Our holiday blend roast is uh, was our most popular roast in November and, uh, and December. And we are now doing a sale on it. That's why we've got it in frame to remind you uh, to use that. Go to go to RageousRoast.com or use the coffee command. And don't forget to use code GETFRICKED to get 20% off our holiday flavor. Who wants to be the first coffee order of the day? We sold a bunch the other day, uh, and it was really, really good. Really, really excellent to see. Looking like... Uh, Tony Stark's Edith's. <laughs> uh, my wife said, she's like, it's your, your, your channel and Stark a little bit. I was like, I'll take that. I mean, I know I'm not as good looking as the man, but he does wear glasses like this at numerous times in the movies. And I always, I always liked the glasses that he wore. Uh, and I have the red ones, but the red ones are from another company. So we, we can't really wear those and showcase those, but you can get red sunglasses and blue sunglasses. And I've got both. I'll show those to you maybe later this afternoon. Let's get the likes of the first 100. We're already at 90 likes. We're already at almost 200 people. Let's get a poll going. Uh, Halo Infinite. No update about Forge and Co-op. Right? Co-op. Are you worried? Are you worried? Are you like me? I think something is wrong. I think they're having they're they're having problems with the game or the engine. So Halo Infinite, no update about Forge and Co-op. Are you worried? That is today's poll question. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us this morning. Uh Cat with an entire year of support and it's a gaming tier 2. Thank you Cat for doing that. Welcome in. Uh, welcome back, welcome home. Always very generous and supportive of the stream, Cat. Thank you very much. Good morning, Hilly. Good to see you. I forgot to talk to you yesterday, Hilly. We've got so much going on. We're good for Friday night. It'll be very similar format. Don't worry, nothing's changing. We just wanted to wanted to give you. I would. It was actually it was going to be mostly encouragement <laughs> to be like, bro, you killed it on Friday night. Uh, you really stepped up, especially in the second game. So I'm really looking forward to sharing the desk again with you this week. We will be doing a drop die cast this afternoon. We will be doing a drop die cast this afternoon, and that will be in Warzone. I'm all set up for it, so we'll be going over to split screen this afternoon, and that's what Hilly and I will be messing around with this Friday night. We got to find a good COD player, though. I mean, somebody's is it, are, is anybody getting wins? Is anybody playing Warzone? <laughs> uh, D Tom coming in with six months. Thanks for all you do. Uh, thank you very much for half a year. Welcome back. Sinnoh says, my big worry is the amount of support studios they needed to get the title out the door, and now it's out. Do they have enough staff to run it 
for 10 years right that's a that's a good that's a good insight sinos like man oh man what on earth are you guys going to be able to get this game to a healthy place everything they try to do seems to take a long time nothing is going according according to plan yeah, we could probably do Z-Laner. Thanks for 13 months in a Tier 2, Hilly. I want to do Tim the Tapman, but apparently he doesn't win. <laughs> he never wins. Timmy Tenders doesn't win, so we might have to do Z-Laner. Brutal says, what's there to worry about? It's not delayed, and there are probably deciding uh, what to cut and verse keep stage right. Brutal, if you want my honest opinion, they should have delayed this game. Right? They should have delayed this game. It had no business releasing thank you again by the way for 13 months hilly that's a tier two that's very kind man welcome back mo says i have faith listen you got to hear me out here i'm worried i think something is wrong but i still think it's a good game i think the core game is good i i think the game can survive i think that they've got a good base foundation to work on but the reason that i'm worried is it's like what what are y'all doing you, you, you can't do the most the most minute things are think in the realm of live service okay if this is supposed to be a live service game for the next 10 years what's good feed I see you in the chat if this is supposed to be a live service game for the next 10 years you need to be able to make faster changes and changes that are good okay let's look at all the things they've tried to do or things they've changed and they it hasn't gone that well okay first they get a massive amount of complaint about the slowness of the progression on the halo battle pass just awful it was like what the heck is this so instead of just being like hey we'll give you we'll give you xp at the end of every game they're like well we're gonna do a daily challenge thing and that doesn't go over very well at all. We're like, what the... Bl- okay. Then they started saying, okay, well, we're going to do a depreciating return daily challenge thing. Why can't you just give us XP for every game played? Like, is that too difficult? What in the world? Then, when they realize lots of negative feedback about the store, the changes, again, they make to the store. It's good. It's encouraging. But it seems like there is a problem. It seems like the game lacks agility. Why couldn't you roll this out instantly? Why can't you make individual items of the bundles purchasable? What is going on? Okay. Big Team Battle, a foundational a foundational game mode in the Halo universe. It's glitched. It's not working. They don't seem to know why it just suddenly stopped working well. And then they push out a fix that doesn't fix it. It makes it worse. Do you see? If you're going to be a live service game, you're already showing yourself to not be in the greatest of states. Like, you you, you can't make quick changes? I don't understand. You you can't make fast changes? You can't fix a, 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 a historic game mode? With, the, with for Halo? How are you not worried at this point? How is the poll split 50-50? I'm worried. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Right? Those glasses look good on you. Thank you. I appreciate that. They're very different. These are the, these are a larger frame than I typically wear, but my wife was like, "No, you're pulling it off." I was like, "Okay. Okay." <laughs> 
It's painful to play TBH. I love the game, but so much is wrong. I can't see the player base being in a good state right now. Like, I thought, okay, they took their holiday break. They're going to come back. They're going to get things going. They're going to fix things. And they come back, and they don't even fix Big Team Battle. Okay, They do make good adjustments to the store. I will say that. The adjustments they made to the store, okay, this is good. Still a little awkward. Still still a little, uh, we can't do that, right? That's the thing that sort of alarms me, is how often they're having to say, we can't do that thing, right? Whatever the thing, you know. Um where they come from these are gunners we are now officially partnered with gunner optics it was even get a focus on that or is it too dark it might be too dark there it goes officially officially partnered with gunner optics sent me a really cool case to go with it uh and we got little little things to like clean the glasses see and it says gunner on it real fancy let's see hold it up let's hold it up this is it's I wish it was a little bit larger it's a little small it feels like it's like a fancy hanky I would like pull out of like a pocket like right here like yes indubitably and like clean my glasses in any case you can use the glasses command order a pair and uh, there's no discount because their frames are very reasonably priced so they really don't do discounts I mean you can go grab a pair for like under a hundred dollars which is very good in the blue light blocking market and that will support me and give me credit. So thank you. We're very happy to have a new sponsor. And uh, I do and have always worn blue light blocking glasses on stream for probably the last three or four years and notice a big a big help from it. Uh, Derek says, not a Halo guy at all, so it's weird to say. What similar game has launched better? And I know a very different game, uh, New World, where the mantra has been give the game time, give them time it's new. What's different here? Okay, so the difference with New World, that's actually a good question. So the difference with New World is, New World at a very ground level was fine. New World had lots of people playing, the base game was good, they only encountered problems in the late game. So people that put in lots and lots of time got to the late game and they were like, man, what in the world, this seems so thoughtless this seems like they didn't know what was going on like they didn't seem like they knew how to build it okay also mmos are a little bit more complex than like an arena shooter right i'm not trying to make excuses for new world but what they built in new world is significantly more impressive their first their first crack of the bat at a mmo i would say they did a pretty good job it still has a long way to go it still is it still is struggling in some respects but they are building something significantly more complex. And therefore, you know, I, I expect it to be a little bit more of like, a, yeah, okay, you guys are going to have to sort some of this out. However, I would say, you know, 70% of that game was fine. It was the back 30% that was kind of jacked up. Halo Infinite, however, it seems like, okay, this is an arena shooter. You got a handful of game modes, 10 maps, I don't know what, 13 maps. How the frick is this so difficult? Like, I don't want to sit here and wax as if, like, I'm a developer and I know what's going on. But, like, what on earth? How is this so hard? (laughs) And it's been in development for a really long time. And it's an established franchise. It's not a brand new IP, right? It's an established franchise. It's not a brand new IP. It's not like this is the first ever Halo. I mean, Splitgate is an arena shooter built by, like, 
10 people and it's better how how is that possible their battle pass is better they have they have more and faster updates like I don't you know what I mean like I comparing it to Splitgate it's kind of embarrassing Splitgate just added a map editor that they, they, they just did it it's in the game it's made by like like less people there's more people on a football team than the team working on Splitgate and they just added forge basically a map editor what what on earth what's happening with halo better I don't think so I'm not saying better in the realm of fun or subjectivity. I'm saying Splitgate pushes out updates faster, makes adjustments quicker. Their battle pass is better. They have way a way better store. It, they don't have all these problems that Halo has. A fragmented store, not giving people XP, a six-month-long uh, season. Halo Halo has a six-month-long season, and Splitgate is already in their second season, and they're in beta! They're in beta! Splitgate is horrible? <laughs> okay, your opinion of Splitgate isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a smaller team doing a better job. That's what I'm talking about, right? If I use your link for the glasses, you get a kickback because I'm looking for a new pair. I do get a kickback, Sorcerer of Havoc. Yes, I do. There is no discount from using my link at Gunner Optics because their frames are so reasonably priced. Like it, Discounting them would be a little a little much. Okay, That's the issue. You're talking about 343 Industries backed by Microsoft, a $500 million budget, and they can't get some of the basics right. Splitgate has like an eight-man team, and they're doing a better job with some of this stuff. Splitgate's been out for like three years. Yeah, but did Splitgate have issues with their XP? Did they have issues with their season? Did they have issues with their 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 battle pass? Did they have issues with their game modes not working? I don't I don't know. Like when they when they got overwhelmed with popularity uh, last year because their servers had like a seventy thousand player limit that they weren't aware of. It was like baked in or whatever at the Amazon Web Solutions level. They went and had to get all that you know increased and bumped. And there's reports that they've had a bump in players uh, and and daily engagement on the PlayStation after. Halo launch because people want the arena shooter experience and Splitgate is like the other game in town. So right right now like Splitgate's doing a better job. I don't want to make an unfair comparison like well it's been out for 3 years. Okay, but there's still a small it's 8 people. They they there's 8 people. Small studios have more to prove and are hungry to get a player base. AAA studios have gotten lazy and think they can do bare minimum. No, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. I don't think 343 is lazy. No. I don't want to start... I, th- that's that's the mistake I think gamers make. I think gamers want to look at the dev and say, oh, you suck. You're bad. You're lazy. You can't do this. You don't know what you're doing. You're inept. I don't think that's it. I think there is something baked into the crust of this game. There is something woven throughout Halo Infinite that is causing them problems. That's what I think. I don't know if it's the new engine. I don't know if it's the fact that they... they they weren't ready with the new engine when they first showed the game in 2020. I don't. Hilly says, when using large numbers of XP grants at once to gain Battle Pass XP to reach maximum Battle Pass level, any XP grants that were not needed to reach that level are still consumed. 
Yuck, XP grants suck. In ranked arena playlists, completed matches occasionally do not count towards your rank and will show no stats at the end of the match. Customization cannot be changed while loading into the match. Gee, many freaking Christmas. That's another problem I didn't even know existed. There's issues with ranked, apparently. Didn't it fully release in July? It was on EA for a bit. No, Splitgate didn't fully release. It hit it hit consoles. It hadn't been on consoles yet. So Splitgate was on on PC for a while, and once they kicked it to consoles, it, they got overwhelmed and their servers couldn't handle it. Not that they're a bad dev, says Sir Mayhem. I'm talking about the new development process. Clearly there's an issue with AAA Studios process as of late. Shorter deadlines and bad management, or no, or similar deadlines to what they're supposed to do, and I think it's bad management, bad leadership. I'm still curious about my other question. How many weeks has Halo been out? What directly comparable game was in a better state at this point? Not saying there there are none. I just can't think of one. Well, I mean, what Tom Foolery is saying: Halo Two, Halo Three, Halo Reach. I mean, goodness gracious, Halo Five was ill received, but it wasn't broken at launch. <laughs> You can play all the game modes at launch. <laughs> I played Halo 5 at launch, right? <laughs> anyway, you can play it. You go through do stuff. Now, I don't know if they had a battle pass or anything like that back then, but I played Halo 5 at launch. I don't remember the game modes not working. I don't. I remember people not liking it. The fan base rejected it. You know, they didn't like it. No big team battle? Yeah, but they had a brand new... They had a brand new mode in, in Halo 5 called uh, Warzone. Wasn't it called Warzone? And you had to, like, kill the bosses and stuff? It was it was similar to um, Unreal Tournament's Conquest mode. <laughs> 343 is not the varsity team. Right? <laughs> they are not the varsity team, bro. They are not. They, they, I, they're, they're, they're having trouble, brother. You know? They're having trouble. Yo, good morning, Sven. Reports of temporary development staff consistently being replaced and having to learn the new engine, says Justin Kidder. Um, not having developers who are experienced with your game and engine will cause a bad product. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm worried. Something is wrong. This engine this game something is not right you built a game just just track with my reasoning here right track with my reasoning they launched a game and said we aim to see this game supported and ongoing for the next 10 years okay all right thanks for telling us that i think it's logical for me to conclude from that you would have built a game that's agile, updatable, adjustable. If it's going to be live service, can you imagine Fortnite being like, oh, hey, sorry about that. You're going to need to give us like a month to fix that. People are like, are you freaking kidding me? What do you mean? Fix the game mode. They haven't fixed Big Team Battle. Miss the glasses sponsor? Yes, we are now officially sponsored by Gunner Optics. So use the glasses command. And uh, there's no discount, but their frames are so reasonably priced, you don't need a discount. It'll give me credit. It'll give me a kickback. That is is the case. And uh, I am wearing their intercept frames. 
and I like them a lot. My wife thinks I look. The, the, I, she, she thinks I'm I'm pulling them off. So yeah. Oh, you like my shirt? Yeah, I decided after I watched. We're not talking about it, but I decided after I watched the latest episode of Book of Boba Fett. Holy frick! Watch it. You're treating this game like a box product and not a live service. Once you view it as that live service game, you see why they're having so many issues. But that's precisely why I'm worried. The set looks a little bit darker. We've adjusted the lighting slightly, and so it does look a little bit darker. We might brighten it up just a touch. Which lens and amber tint? This is the no this is the this is the light tint, like the one you almost can't even see. And then I went with the amber and the blue for sunglasses. Those are upstairs. Same frames, these are intercept. They have Enigma frames, they're pretty hot. If listen, listen, if a bunch of you buy a bunch of glasses, I'll probably be able to convince them to send me more prescription, okay? They sent me two non-prescription just to show off, and then these prescription. So I'd love to have a bunch of different frames to show off. Like I said, kind of be like Tony Stark, like different glasses for every day of the week. You guys buy a bunch of frames, and I, I may be able to make my case with them, all right? So, there you go. <laughs> Just ordered sunglasses from Gunner. I ordered the Maverick ones. They look dope. Thanks. Nice, 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 nice. Um, Red Stag Rambo with three bags of Frickmas and Matthew with one Frick and one Dark. Am I not getting? Am I not getting emails? Or are you just pinging me, creature? Um, let me see if I'm getting. If I'm not getting emails, I didn't get any emails. Is that? Or is there something not working on that end? Um, we should. I the we. I think people updates to core yesterday has changed something. Okay, I'm not getting emails about the coffee. Uh, so thank you, Red Stag Rambo, for three bags of Frickmas roast, and Matthew got one. Ba- no, wait, I just got one. Hang on. Yeah, right here, three bags of Frickmas from um, Matasbo just now on February the third. So that one came through. Is Matasbo Red Stag Rambo? Is that is or or is that somebody different? It looks like we got a th- another sale. Another sale. Um, for whatever reason, that one came through. So, Red Sag Rambo got three bags of Frickmas. Matthew got one Frickmas in the dark. And Matasmo got three bags of Frickmas. Oh, Creature fixed it. Yo, get fricked in February. Our Frickmas blend. Come on, camera. Our Frickmas blend. Get 20% off our holiday blend. Use code GETFRICKED. Use code GETFRICKED. We're working our way through our holiday blend. So, get fricked in February, folks. <laughs> It'd make a great Valentine's Day gift. Both both the coffee and the code. <laughs> hey Uh Harry says, I love the content we are getting in the show. I thought uh, it, it's, uh, but I thought it's what we'd get in season three. Kind of disheartening. Six episodes in. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Harry. I don't want to talk about it though. I know, I know why you're saying what you're saying, but trust me, it, I think it's going to make season three of, of Mando significantly better because they're getting stuff out of the way. You know what I'm saying? They're getting stuff out of the way. They'll be able to get down to business in season three. So I'm tired of the live service. It's unfinished argument says Jeff B gaming. Even live service games don't come out this incomplete as halo. You'd never take out content from previous versions. You add to it. The fact that it's live service is exactly why I'm concerned. If it's live service, 
you should be set up to make quick changes. Okay, listen. I'll, I'll, let's leave big team battle off the table, which I don't think we should, but for the sake of right now, let's just leave big team battle off the table, okay? Why can't they just give us XP after every game? Why can't they make quick adjustments to the store? Why can't you click on a bundle and buy individual items? Why is every part of the game seemingly rigid and cement-like? That's not a very good sign for a live service game. A live service game should be agile. You should be able to quickly update it and make changes to basic systems like XP at the end of a game or your store. You can't make quick adjustments. And fixing big team battle does not qualify as live service content. Where's the live service? Well, live service meaning it's ongoing. It's going to get an update. It's going to get another season. It's going to get another battle pass. It's going to get new game modes. That makes it live service. Not to mention matchmaking issues, ranked issues, desync issues. Yeah, everything Rain Man's talking about. Why can't they fix the ranked issues? They haven't fixed the desync issues. They haven't fixed Big Team Battle. It's been a month. A month? What's going on? A live service game live service game should be easily updated that's exactly right that's exactly right do you think battle royale rumors could be a reason the arena part of the game is being neglected oh boy oh boy would that be a gigantic mistake if that's the case primary it's halo you can't neglect the arena side of the game look battle royale could be a huge hit but arena's your bread and butter the ranking system in halo 5 was great why is this one so bad? Also, Big Team Battle's been broken since December the 9th. Well, okay, so broken December the 9th, discovered, and then they, they took their holiday break. Listen, I was willing to give them a pass on that. I was like, look, y'all took your holiday break. You should take your holiday break. Crunch is bad. Developers should be treated better. Take your holiday break. But get back in January and get the frick to work, okay? Get to work. The base level aspects of the game aren't working, you see? Like, just base level things. That's why I'm worried. If you're new and you're just tuning in, we cover lots of different games here. I keep it safe for work, so hit subscribe so you can talk in chat. I want to hear from you. At the top of the chat, there's a poll. Halo Infinite, no update. We got no update in January that we were supposed to get about Forge and Co-op. Are you worried? At this point, have you reached a point of worry? 60% of you have said yes, you are worried. 40% have said no. Chime in, in the chat and tell us why. Not a lot of new subs this morning, so most of you tuning in are either refusing to click sub or you're already subbed. If you're already subbed, that's awesome that we're getting such a big turnout of the existing sub base. That's freaking crazy. Usually when we have numbers like this, it's because we have a bunch of new folks in chat. So, If you've been here for a while and you're coming back because you like the show or you like the Halo coverage, I appreciate you using me as that resource and as that coverage. Make sure and smash the like button, though. Let's set our sights on 200 likes that next milestone. If you're not worried you're pulling the wool over your eyes, says Tom Foolery. Rain Man says, Is it more scary that they pushed out an update and it broke it even worse? Oh, yes. Of course. Always. If you... Okay, if you can't, if you can't push out a fix without making things worse, 
that is that's another layer of concern that's another layer of concern of like what what uh, so who how did that happen is it baked into the game do you have too many people that don't know what they're doing I was worried because Staten said Staten Joseph Staten sorry Joseph Staten made it seem that they would only get the team together the weekend after the release to flesh out what a live service would look like and two months later they still don't have a plan together wait where did you get that Sinos where are you getting that Staten made it seem that they only got the team together the weekend after release to flesh out what a live service would look like where did you pull that was that in an article interview tweet what, what where, where did he say that goodness gracious are you are you here are you telling me that they that they didn't they didn't have their live service plan why would they tell us they've got 10 years planned for the game then that seems incredibly odd what the weekend after it released they're like alright boys <laughs> how are we gonna do live service like what it was a video interview with Ryan McCaffrey of IGN Sinos is there's any way you can pull transcripts I don't want to watch that I don't, I don't want to watch that unless it's super short if you can find me a super short version we might be able to pull it up and watch it feels a lot like Anthem right right you want to do a live service game and you 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 can't fix a game mode in 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 less than a month listen I don't want to beat up on them I don't want anybody to think that that's what I'm doing right now what's going on what what's what's happening I was giving them I was giving them time I said listen it was clear there was bad management it's clear there's all sorts of decisions that were made at high level that influenced so much of the game from the store being fragmented to the bad monetization structure to the bad battle pass to the battle pass having to be stretched out for six months so progression's terrible okay however now that you know what people want or you are aware of problems where is the responsiveness where is the quality big team battle broken middle of December you come back from your holiday break and you push out an update in January that makes it worse how are, how are you not concerned when that happens Maddie Jarvis on one hand yes I'm worried but on the other Master Chief Collection had a horrible launch and is now a fantastic product so I'm kind of torn thank you for the for, for the five spot Maddie Jarvis if you guys want to support the channel directly you can use the dollar sign at the bottom of chat or the join button to become a member like Neil just did our first new member of the day we are pushing for 500 paying members. We need about 40-something people to push that join button. If you want to start a little member train, hit the join button or the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. Become a paying member today. You get a badge, you get emotes, and increased access in our Discord. Our Discord's a great place to connect with people if you're trying to play Halo or other games. We get all these nice rooms set up for you, so make sure and get in the Discord and sync your YouTube membership. Five bucks a month supports me directly, and it gets you a ton of great benefits. 343 looking kind of like chumps right now, says Synthos. Synthos. Especially since they had Master Chief Collection as a template. Um, Willie says, have a good day. Lono in chat. Tenrai events calling my name. Willie, I will say this as you leave. I'm not hating on the game. I like the Tenrai event because I like Fiesta. I think Fiesta is a fun mode. Apparently, apparently, the attrition mode, Halo Infinite Attrition, got such great response from the community 
they're saying they're going to try to bring it back more often. So, there's good things here. The community was like, yo, this attrition mode is dope. I didn't like it, but I could see stacking up and going in and having a blast. It takes a little bit of organization because it's a respawn round-based game, right? But it got such good response from the community that they said they're going to do more of it. That's good. That's, you know, you hated the mode. I didn't like it either. You're in good company. I, I, I didn't like I didn't like it either. Macho, macho man coming in. Number two membership right now. Keeping that member train. That's that's it. That's the start of a member train. If, if you're going to jump on a member train, it's 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 after somebody named Macho Man. That's the time to do it. Welcome, Macho Man. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. It might end up in rotation for the pros someday, too, with adjustments, of course. Fiesta's even worse. Oh, I'll tell you the problem with Halo Fiesta. I'll tell you the problem with Fiesta. You want to know the problem with Fiesta? <laughs> they, they need to shrink the weapon pool, okay? So that you don't get sliced with the sword six times in a row and you have, like, a friggin' sniper. Like, if you're going to drop ranged weapons in the game, then it's it's got to be... Uh, it, it, it's, it, there's got to be some balance. There's nothing worse than losing Fiesta because you keep getting snipers and long-range weapons and you get charged with, like, Spider-Man with a sword. Like, they got grapple and then they got the sword. It's, it's really frustrating. Let me spawn in with weapons. I hate over and over again is Fiesta. Yeah, they need to adjust the weapon pool in Fiesta. No doubt. No doubt. It's frustrating. I know it's funny for like a little bit when you're playing with your buds and you get like a sniper and you can't do anything with it or you do get a shot off by luck or whatever that's funny for like a little bit it's not funny like the 10th game where you keep losing to dudes with swords and you keep getting snipers you know what I mean I don't know it loses its luster pretty quickly uh, Lucas says, I like Halo Infinite, but it could have launched better. I mean, that's the understatement of the year. I like it too. I do. I actually enjoy it. I think it. I think the shooting feels good. The maps feel good. The, I, I do. But I'm worried. I'm like, you are attempting to build a live service game. I, and, and here's what I think people need to understand. My analyzation here is... At a lower level, I'm not up here doing the whole battle pass stinks and the XP stinks. I've done that. I've said my piece about that. It is. It is bad. Their 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 adjustment to XP earn rates with the daily challenges, I think, was was awful. I think they've made too many changes that are built around daily logins instead of being designed around what's good for the player base. Okay, I'm going deeper than that. I'm saying, listen. If this is meant to be a live service game and it's going to go the distance, why is it so just slow to update and change? And why can't you implement good changes to begin with? It's, listen, you're hitting it from both sides. Let me explain what I mean by that. If I had to wait three weeks for the big team battle update, or let's just say a month, you make me wait a month, but you fix it then I would say okay it took a month but the update was really good they solved the problem okay they're doing both they're taking a long time and then the fix 
isn't really a fix. So what ends up happening when that happens? You get disgruntled and you get sort of disenfranchised. You're like, I I don't even have confidence in the developers. It took them a month and they didn't even fix it. So when you're looking at the fact that you, the the big team battle still broken or people would like the storefront to look better you know they they would like their experience in halo infinite to be improved you you would have confidence in the waiting if it's slow which being slow is not good for a live service game but if it's slow and effective then players could latch on to that value well they're effective it takes a while, okay, but at least it's effective. They they can't do either. They're slow and ineffective. 5520 onwards, Staten says it. All right, hang on. So at 5520 in this video, I'm going to pull it up in a minute. I appreciate you doing that for me, Sinos. Apparently, Sinos has found an interview with IGN where Joseph Staten indicates they didn't necessarily have their live service ducks in a row in the, in the beginning here. Creature says, big agree. Oh, this is a great perspective. This was their chance to shine so easily. Battlefield failed. Call of Duty failed. They could have stood tall and been absolute king, but they fumbled on the two-yard line. That is, I think, such a great perspective here. Like, the two kings of the shooter world failed man they failed battlefield 2042 is a joke an actual punchline joke call of duty has been so ridiculed by the pros by the streamers by the community halo infinite could have stood tall they could have stood tall a New Horizon Forbidden West vid is out. Oh, man. It's a spectacular screw-up. Exactly. All right, let me get this pulled up here. I uh, It's very... Ref- My glasses are a lot more reflective than they used to be, so you guys are going to have to adjust. All right, so at 5520, you're telling me... Let me get my, let me get my headphones on here. <laughs> Battlefield 20 to 42 FPS. Yeah, that's right. All right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop my music, and let's see what Staten has to say here. Um, get ourselves ready to run that marathon. Um, you know, we're just coming off a, a sprint. Um, hopefully, a, a healthy version of a of a sprint. And now we're really taking some time to recuperate and plan for what comes um, next. As a matter of fact, I'm spending the next three days um, at an offsite talking about what comes what comes next in terms of our live live service, which is super exciting. Um, but that was, that was number three, is really seeing what could I do organizationally, culturally, leadership-wise to support this team to close in a healthy way. Because I, yeah, I mean, I, ha- I have seen the bad version of that, and I absolutely don't want, don't want that for, for this studio. And, and one of the- he has seen a bad version of that. Who do you think he's referencing when he says that? Who do you think he's referencing when he says that? He's talking about Bungie. Listen. This right here is is not surprising to me at all. He just he, he he just outlined exactly what I said. I said this when I diagnosed. All right, when I diagnosed the problems with this game, what did I say? I said they had to bring Staten in 
just to get the dadgum game shippable. And that's what he said. That's what he said. He's like, listen, we we like we just start we just got done doing this sprint. They bring him in just to get the dadgum game shippable. And now what? Well now phase two. How do we make live service work? Oh frick. Frick! You did it in the wrong order. You did it in the wrong order. That's not how you do that. You don't Listen, you don't build a game and then say, okay guys, how do we turn this into live service? You have to build the game from the ground up for live service. It has to be agile. It has to be very easily updated. You have to treat it almost as if like the interchangeable parts like Tetris. Yeah, yank that game mode out, slap this game mode in, update that over there, update this over here. This is this is this this adds to my concern, but it also I think gives credence to my diagnosis. I said, "Listen, I don't think that this game is bad because the developers don't know what they're doing. I think this game is bad because they had really really bad leadership and they brought in Joseph Staten to say, "Please get this game shippable." They were in crisis mode in 2019 prior to bringing him on, according to leaks. According to leaks, they were in crisis mode. They bring in Staten to make the game shippable. You can't lay anything at this man's feet. He's the only reason you have something that's playable right now. And I'm telling you, this adds to my concern. Why is it so slow? Why is it so hard to make changes? He just explained why. Because they built and shipped the game first, and now they're talking about, well, here's how we're going to go about live service. What? You didn't have that figured out beforehand? You didn't build and bake into the game agility and live service framework? Like a live service uh, scaffolding is not there? What in the world? That's why all this is happening. He just told us. I don't want to read too much into the statement because he could have been like, because Staten could reply right now if I was interviewing. He could be like, well, let's be clear about something. We have all the groundwork laid for live service. That meeting was more about the philosophical, logistical approach. Like, what's live service going to look like for us? We've laid the groundwork just fine. We've laid the train tracks. We're, we're now going to go talk about what the train's going to look like, okay? That's certainly a possible response to my worry and concern listening to that interview. That is. that That's a possible response that he and, and 343 could have. Like, nah, you're making a mountain out of a molehill, man. We, we, we did all this well before. My reason to think that that probably isn't true is look at the state of the game right now. They can't even fix big team battle. They didn't build an agile game. They didn't build a game that's easily updated, quickly updated. They didn't. They build a game that feels like it's 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 made it's, it's made in, out of sludge. It's like it's made out of sludge. It it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like I can't imagine launching a live service. This is like launching a free to play game without anti cheat. What what's gonna happen? What well, your game's gonna get overrun with cheaters? You launch a game. That's meant to be live service. And you you can't 
you can't update the game quickly and effectively this this looks very this is concerning if they don't have an update by the end of the month we know at that point that they are on the next cycle already I guess I'm a glass half full kind of guy more optimistic it's a cement truck yeah yeah I've made that analogy before, Synthos. I talked about I talked about this with Destiny. I said that Destiny was a cement truck and it needed to be a it needed to be a go-kart. Live service games have to be a go-kart. They can't be a cement truck. You have to be able to make quick, sharp, fast turns. Now, there's advantages to being a cement truck or a dump truck, right? It's big, it's solid, it runs well, it's stable, okay? In this case, it's not even a cement truck because it doesn't run stable. It's got all kinds of problems. It's got all kinds of problems. It needs the agility of a go-kart and the stability and durability of a cement truck. And it's got neither. It doesn't have the stability and durability of a cement truck. Don't you see how I said, listen, if you're going to go slow with your updates, at least make the updates good. To their credit, for the longest time, Destiny was never really beleaguered by bugs and glitches. It was a pretty rock-solid game and engine. It took them a long time to make changes, but that's one of the benefits of having a cement truck. It's rock-solid, doesn't have a lot of performance issues. However, the trade-off is it takes a long time to push out an update, okay? You come to a game like Halo Infinite, and you're like, it's a bit of a dump truck. It's a bit of a cement truck. It's slow to get updates, okay? That's not a problem. The benefit would be that it's not going to have a lot of those issues. It's going to run stable. No, not at all. There's all kinds of problems with this game. Telesto Center chat? Well, yeah, okay. Telesto is, is, is a ghost in the machine for sure, but by and large, the history of that game, Harry, you know as well as I do, it's actually got a very good history of stability, right? That's one of the trade-offs. Halo has countless problems right now desync, game mode's not working, ranked not working then you just got philosophical problems like who the frick thought the store was a good idea who in the world thought fragmenting armor sets and, and, and armor coatings was a good idea, who on earth thought this was smart, to their credit, they have publicly admitted that the store hasn't delivered value, and it hasn't done a good job, I told you that when they made those changes, I was like, the store's not making them any money. Ranked does work? Oh, come on. Ranked has problems, Mo. Just because your car works right now doesn't mean it might not start tomorrow. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you got a car that periodically won't start, you can say, oh, it works right now. Plenty of people have reported all kinds of problems with Ranked. Makes you think if they should have bothered making a new engine. Right. If I take an optimistic outlook here, I would say the engine they built is going to pay dividends long term, but right now in the immediate future, it's causing them headaches. That's an optimistic view of it. Well, yeah, you know, the the engine, the engine's going to make it worth it. The engine will make it worth it long term. It'll pay dividends in a year or two, but right now it's not. They claim they did make a new engine, no? Yeah, they did. They did. The former employee that made it sound like there was crunch going on, he said, Wheezy, at the time they showed that trailer in the summer of 2020, the engine wasn't even done yet. It wasn't even finished. 
I refuse to touch rank until they fix the server issues. Yeah. Hilly, Hilly outlined the fact that he ends rank. You can end ranked games and get no credit. Every time I get on play ranked, I have no problems. There are reports of significant problems in ranked. How's big team battle broken? You either can't get in or can't stay in the mode. It's like it won't, the mode doesn't work consistently. The matchmaking is busted. You either can never get in a game or you get in the game and can't stay in there. It's got all kinds of problems. To the point that they remove big team battle challenges from the game. That's how bad it is. That's how, that's how bad Halo big team battle is right now. It's just 100% broken. You just can't consistently get in games or stay in games. Now, they came back from their winter break they acknowledged it and said we're pushing out a fix and then the fix made things worse 400 people 200 likes just saying yeah creatures calling chat out we got twice as many people as likes if you haven't pressed a like button that's a free way of supporting what I do if you're enjoying the show I am a safe for work broadcaster if you haven't hit subscribe yet you can do so in confidence it's free to subscribe and I'll be in your sub feed all week doing a talk show like this a lot of people throw me on in the background like video game radio because i am safe for work i get them through their work day with great conversations and discussions you are 100 percent welcome to come in and disagree with me people do it all day long as long as you're not nasty and name calling you can hang out here and we love to hear from you in the chat subscribing enables you to talk in the chat take the poll at the top of the chat halo infinite no update We were supposed to get an update in January about Forge and Co-op. We didn't get one. Are you worried? 64% have said yes. So let us know at the top. Are you worried? And then let us know in the chat your reasoning, whether you are or you are not. At least you don't talk about why it's as bad as Halo 5, because I really liked Halo 5, and everyone just says it's trash, unless you're talking about the rec packs. Halo 5 wasn't necessarily bad. Halo 5 was like... This is what I'll say about Halo 5. Halo 5 was tone deaf. It was tone deaf. They just didn't hit the right tone for the community. It wasn't that it was bad. It was like they just missed the mark. The community was like, what the frick is this? Right? What frick is this? Oh, yeah. The, the sub count is currently 11343. That's hilarious. Halo 5 was different and a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah, Halo 5 was guilty of being tone deaf. Now, listen, before Halo Infinite released, I said similar things. Right? Just had our baby girl yesterday. Wish you and your family all the best. Love your content. Yo, JC, congrats on the baby. That's awesome. Can we get some Lono love in the chat for the little baby girl that just came into the world? JC's done. You're done. You're done, son. Little girls. Little girls rule the world, man. Um, The... What was I going to say? Lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Uh, oh, I was talking about my concerns about Halo Infinite before it came out with regard to they were going threat detector versus traditional radar and people didn't like it. That was a huge whiff. It's like, didn't you know what the community was going to think about this? Right? Didn't you know what the community was going to think about threat detector versus traditional radar? And then, that was the first cause for concern. Do you even know what your community wants? I don't understand. You should be pretty good at this after Master Chief Collection and all the feedback you got from Halo 5, okay? Who, who Who in the frick is disseminating 
the the, the community feedback because that file got lost somewhere. The second cause for concern, they said the battle pass would be progressed with challenges instead of traditional XP at the end of games. And I immediately said, no, that's a bad idea. And many other people in the community said the same thing. I pointed to Titanfall 1. Titanfall 1 tried that with their prestige system, and it was stupid because it drives people to play in a gameplay disruptive way because instead of playing the game mode and just playing to win and racking kills or going for the objective, they're working on some stupid challenge. They received that feedback and ignored it. They acknowledged it and said that they felt you would be able to get a consistent flow of XP even with the challenge system. Okay? Completely missed the mark there. Why? Well, they had to admit they were wrong about the radar. Switched it. They had to admit they were wrong about the progression system on the battle pass. Switched it. Still not very good, but switched it twice, mind you. Twice. As soon as the store lands, everybody's critical of the store. It's fragmented. It's confusing. It feels stupid. It feels like you don't you don't want us to buy individual items. Why is one armor coating only working on one piece of armor instead of all the armor? Okay? So they receive all the feedback on the store. And what do they do? They miss the mark. The community's like, what the frick? This isn't what we want. Switch it. So they're making adjustments to the store. As I said months ago, it almost as if they don't know what game they want to build. And they're allowing the community to help craft it. Now that could be a stroke of genius because in six months you could turn around and the community could be very happy and say the storefront we helped craft that, the modes, the battle pass, the XP earn rates, the progression system. We all helped craft this. We all helped foster this. Could be a stroke of genius. Could be a diluted, soulless mess in six months because where's the vision? Where's the direction? Where's the leadership? Instead of playing to have fun and make progress, they want us to play this mode with one hand tied behind your back and our shoelaces tied together to make progress. It's not quite that extreme, Mac, but yeah, it does kind of feel paternal. Like, it feels bossy. It's like, go do this, go do that, go do this, go do that. Even when they have, even when they have an event, even when they have an event, can't I just go play Fiesta? No, you need to go do this, 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 and this. I don't want to do that. Go play Team Slayer. No! get assists in Team Slayer. No! Get kills with this weapon in Team Slayer. No! I don't want to do that! I want to play Fiesta and get the challenges done and unlock items on the Tenrai Battle Pass and you won't let me! Any issues with all the keyboard button pressing in the Lost Ark Battles? I had some issues with that. I bound four of the attacks to my mouse buttons and then four of the attacks on the keyboard worked out fine but it's an adjustment for sure it's a lot you kind of feel like you're playing the piano if you're just tuning in for my coverage about halo infinite no update there was supposed to be an update in january about um the halo infinite co-op campaign as well as the uh the lack of forge halo infinite forge still not a thing okay that was tweeted by Joseph Staten about they, they, they don't want to give us info that's not rock solid, okay? This has now caused me to be concerned. 
This is stacked on stacks and stacks and stacks of things and problems and issues. Number one being, they don't seem to know what the community wants to do, but the bigger issue that I'm trying to drive right now is, number one, I like the game. I'm not, I'm not bashing and hating. This is why I'm concerned, and this is why I want to know if you're concerned. Top of the chat, there's a poll, okay? My concern is, beneath the surface, there is an inherent baked-in problem with this game. They cannot make quick or effective updates. They're not quick, and they're not effective. 13 months from Matt, one year, baby. There it is, baby. Get that green joystick. It matches the one down here in the corner. Look at that. Thank you, Matt. Matt, welcome back. Guys, you can become a member too. Hit the join button or the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. We appreciate, we got a couple new members already this morning, so thank you for that. It's free to hit subscribe. Keep in mind, subscriptions are free. You don't have to pay for that. When it comes to Halo updates, it's always good to be concerned. I love Halo, but 3-4 Lee, come on. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 the thing that sort of broke the camel's back for me was they didn't even effectively update Big Team Battle. So I, I, I said this earlier. It's one thing if your updates are slow, but they're effective, right? If you had an employee that was a little bit slower at his work, but he was very effective and his work was pristine and polished and flawless, you would say, well, I'm trading one for the other. This guy over here is quick, but he's prone to making mistakes and he has to kind of loop back to fix things and polish things that he missed. Okay, so he's turning out as many polished products as this guy, even though one works faster than the other, right? Speed lowers efficiency, and in this case, this guy's slow, more methodical approach increases efficiency and polish. They're doing neither. They're not quick, and they're not effective. Look at 1 p.m. You can check the update on uh, Big Team Battle. Are they pushing one out today? I mean, it's February the 3rd. It was discovered on, like, what, December the 9th? So they're six days short of it taking two months to fix if the fix gets pushed out today and works. This is why my opinion is if they push the game back and fix these problems that they knew were there instead of making a runaround that breaks most things. Right. For those of you that have maybe never been here before, uh, this is a Safe for Work broadcast. We do video game talk shows all week long. I've got one this afternoon about Sony and their plans to do 10 live service games. The frick? I seem to be... I seem to be a prophet once again about the live service becoming the new norm. Uh, Four months ago, I called this, and Sony's like, yep, we want more live service. So make sure you're here for this afternoon's show as well. Hit subscribe, hit the bell button. People throw me on in the background of their day like video game radio. They can do that with confidence because I am safe for work. So welcome all the new subs. Welcome everybody who's been chiming in and chatting, contributing to the conversation, as well as almost 500 votes on the poll. Thank you, everybody who has voted on that poll. Thank you very much. I don't care either way, but for those who hope, uh, for those who play, I hope it gets fixed. Well, and see, here's what happens, Rain. Here's what happens. People's confidence gets shaken. So they're like, why the frick would I come and try? Right? Why would I come and try? Their confidence gets shaken. And when their confidence gets shaken, it's hard to get them to come back. Right? We're getting a lot of people to click on suggested uh, and, and a good amount of people to search for the video. So if you clicked on this video because it was suggested or recommended to you, 
We greatly appreciate you doing that. Welcome and thank you uh, for deciding to click on the video in our thumbnail. I hope my commentary is a welcome thing and you don't think I'm just being a hater. Um, decapitated uh, Darth Vader displayed is pretty sweet. Oh, you like that? Yeah, we got yeah we got a little Mando, got a little bit of Darth, and we're wearing a Star Wars shirt. Keep in mind, that's a way to support me as well. If you don't want to do a paid membership, if you don't want to order any of my coffee, we've got sponsors now. 80s Tees. I'm always wearing a shirt from 80s Tees. They got a great Star Wars collection over there. Use code LONO for 30% off. Huge discount. The displates, you can use the displate command or the displate link below for a nice big discount. And we are officially today sporting some gunner optics. If you're looking for some blue light blocking glasses, use the glasses command in chat. There is no discount. I do get credit if you buy on my link. You don't get a discount. Main reason being they're very reasonably priced. They're not very expensive, and so they can't really give discounts on their frames because they're already they're already priced very well. The Nintendo Switch has surpassed selling 100 million units, reaching 103 million as of December. It reaches the 100 million milestone faster than the PlayStation 4 and the Wii. The Switch also has surpassed the Wii and the PlayStation 1 in its lifetime sales. The Nintendo Switch is a powerhouse. It's just an absolute freaking powerhouse. I was trying to tell people that the other day. Like, if you can get your Battle Royale off the ground and hit both mobile and Switch, holy frick. Like, if you can build a Battle Royale, if you can build an MMO, I said, imagine Fortnite as an MMO. This is one of my reasons I've theorized about, you know, Fortnite as an MMO could be the most popular MMO in the world if they could get it to land and run well on mobile and Switch because the market saturation is insane absolutely insane the Fortnite engine and the Fortnite game is going places keep your eyes on it keep your eyes on it they just hired a quest builder from World of Warcraft my MMO theory is getting legs it's not misleading it's been broken for two months I love your split screen updates I watch them every morning getting ready for the day oh thank you I appreciate that I appreciate you watching the morning coffee segments over there they're uh, they're getting there. They're getting there. That that channel is going through a, a painful transition right now because there's a lot of people that are like, "What is this?" and they're leaving. But there's new folks jumping in, and this afternoon we'll be over there streaming some drop die cast in Call of Duty Warzone. So make sure you're here for that. Who's saying it's misleading? Du-du-du-du-du. You say there's no update yet. We're getting an update for Big Team Battle today. That's kind of a misleading title. My title is not about Big Team Battle. Hold on, hold on. I don't clickbait, my friend. Joseph Staten tweeted about this. The lead story that I covered beginning of this stream in the first five minutes was that Joseph Staten said there will not be an update about Forge and Co-op. They had planned to talk to us in January. That didn't happen. He explained why. So Halo Infinite, no update. I'm not talking about Big Team Battle. And if you want to talk about Big Team Battle, you're going to have a hard time making a case of positivity given that it's been broken since middle of December and the update they pushed out a couple of weeks ago didn't fix it. They actually had to remove Big Team Battle challenges from the game. So with respect... You're misfiring just a little bit, making it seem like I'm being misleading or something. So there is no, there was no update. There was supposed to be a pretty big update in January talking to the community about the next season and Forge and co-op, and they didn't do it. 
He tweeted yesterday that they couldn't talk to us about why they couldn't talk to us about no updates. Yeah. Yeah. It was it wasn't the greatest tweet. It wasn't the greatest tweet. We even looked at an IGN interview with him from like back in like November where he said they had to launch the game. That was their primary concern. Launching the game, getting things off the ground, and now they were gonna focus on how they were gonna do live service. Like that seems like such the, the that's like the most backwards way to do it in my opinion that seems like an incredibly backwards way to do it I, you're not did you build the game for live service did, did did they bring in Joseph Staten just to get the game out the door and when they brought him in was the game being built for live service who was in charge what was the leadership what was the vision cast for the game Sorry, I understand, and yes, I agree. I hope this new fix will actually fix Big Team Battle. I just hope it works after the fix. Homie, I'm I'm in the corner of the game. If, you, if there's one thing you're going to understand very quickly about how I cover games, I'm always in their corner, even if I'm being critical. Like, I'm in the corner talking to Rocky. Like, you know what I mean? Come on, Rock. You got to get out there and kill him. Like, you can do this. Like, get the frick up off the canvas. Would you shoutcast games, shoutcast games like multi- Versus on split screen I don't know I don't know Battle Royale is the best because I can drop in I can die and spectate players it's super easy Warzone I know Warzone's in a shambles but it's so perfect for drop die cast I can see everything Fortnite's not as good for drop die cast I can't see everything I can't see what the how many kills the player has it's harder to pull up the map I tested it out this morning. It's going to be really, really seamless for drop diecast. If you've never been here before, we're talking about the Halo Infinite no update. Joseph Staten tweeting why they can't talk to us about Forge and co-op and the next season. Apparently, they are pushing out an update today for Big Team Battle. So we're, we're not necessarily talking about that. We'll see if that actually fixes the problem. They already pushed out an update for Big Team Battle last month, and it didn't fix things. Lono is Mickey is exactly what I didn't know I needed to wake up to. <laughs> He's gonna kill you to death, Rock. <laughs> He's gonna kill you to death. <laughs> this guy's a killer. <laughs> He's gonna murder you. Uh, that's an old interview, though. It wasn't a problem when he started. Uh, then why now? What do you mean? Mo Staten gives us an insight that could be bad I'm not saying that it is I'm saying it could be bad okay yeah we're gonna do Apex next week because the new season hits next week so it'll be a hot it'll be a hot game next week here's what I mean Staten basically says I, I, I helped get the game out the door and now we're talking now we're figuring out what we're gonna do for live service that could be really bad it could explain why the game isn't doing well as live service. The battle pass, huh? XP payout, what? The store, huh? The 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 way they've made the events. Let's talk about that. I've not even talked about how poorly their live events are designed. The Tenrai event, the the Cyber Showdown event, and the Winter events. They all had one thing in common, a greater concern for controlling the player and getting them to log in every day. That is not 
how you foster a healthy live service game. Take like the most basic homework copy notes from Fortnite and you will see how horribly screwed up their philosophy and vision is for events. And it's awful. Hey, come take part in the Tenrai event. What do I have to do? Challenges. Oh, okay, cool. Where do I do them? Oh, you do them in Fiesta. Oh, okay. What happens when I run out of the challenges? You gotta go do something else. Wait, what? Yeah. Stop working on Fiesta and the challenges in the event and go play ranked. I don't want to. Use a challenge swap. I'm out of them. You can buy one. What the frick is this? What is this? It's it's so bad. There's proof that my concern, based on his interview, there's proof that they don't know what they're doing with respect to building a live service game. Their events are bad. Their battle pass is bad. The XP earn rate is bad. What in the world? It's bad. All you'd have to do is just copy what Fortnite does and it'd be better. I ran out of challenges for the showdown event at one point and I was like, well, thanks Bungie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's their fault. (laughs) Thanks Obama and Bungie. Not to mention, you'll get different ranked challenges when you swap. Yeah, yeah. Go play Oddball. How do I play Oddball? Go into a playlist where it might show up. Are you kidding me? Are you actually kidding me? Imagine The Rock in Halo like Fortnite. (laughs) The Rock has returned. (laughs) I hate that you're only limited to 10 challenges a week for events. I barely had enough challenges to get the Samurai Helmet. Yeah, yeah. That's another element of their live events that is so stupid. That's so stupid. There's 10 items, and you expect me to slog through and get, like, a couple, and then I got to come back the next time? What? Well, no, I am disappoint. What? What did I do? There can be an incentive to log in daily as a bonus item, but it should not be driving force of progression. That's exactly right. They're getting the fundamentals of a live service game wrong. RNG on the play mode is the live service meta. <laughs> yeah, gee, mani. They don't even have to copy Fortnite. Just look at the Halo Master Chief collection. See, Black Superman, that's the indictment, isn't it? That's the indictment. You what, you, 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 you did Master Chief Collection. What are you doing? What's happening? It feels like cyberpunk. You did The Witcher. What is this? You made The Witcher. You made Witcher 3. What is this game? What happened? You did the Master Chief Collection. It's been praised up one side down the other for its battle pass and its treatment of the community. What's going on? Who's in, ch- who's in charge? It doesn't make any sense. 
I'm telling you, Joseph Staten inherited a a cobbled together Frankenstein car, and he got the engine running, and that's about it. They they were able to ship it. Minimum viable product. The MVP got shipped. And now they're trying to put everything together. And that's why it's slow. It's probably attached to a mountain of bad decisions. And a mountain of bad leadership. They suspended a pro in the game because he had selected a server to play on. And since you can't do it in game, he got banned. There's more to it than that, but that's the gist. With With Cyberpunk, it's clear management happened with all the money in the marketing. Don't uh, don't make me have PTSD about Cyberpunk right now. Sorry. Stop playing Halo because it felt like they keep fighting me from enjoying the game. That's a great way of phrasing it. That's such a great way of phrasing it. It's like you're you're not letting me just enjoy the game. You're not. I want to go do this. Well, no, you can't. You need to do this instead. But I don't want to. Yo, what's good, Abe? I finally bought and started Cyberpunk. After like two hours of playing the game, it's just boring. Clunky and not super fun. No bugs, though. It's not made for everybody, soldier. It just isn't. If you can get through the, you know, the Lord of the Rings length tutorial, then apparently the game gets good. Hear me out about the Tenrai event. First week, they showed 20 items with three weeks. Now there's 30 items with three weeks. If you didn't get all 10 items the first week, you can't finish the event. Thank you. It's so dumb. It's absolutely brain dead. Is a who designed this crap? I'm telling you, it all comes back to the same thing. Somebody somewhere, some leader was like, "I know what we need to do. We need to promote daily logins." And they did it to a complete and utter fault, fault and folly. Say you are so concerned about daily logins that you have disrupted the base level intention of a video game, which is enjoyment. So you, you don't even let people enjoy the dadgum game. There's six weeks in the Tenrai event. Yes, but Mo, they they set it up in such a way that you can't get any you can't get anything. You have to stop, basically, or go do other things. It's not set up well. And why is it six weeks long? Why is it not there's six opportunities to get all the items, right? It's a monthly event, and you have an opportunity to get the items. If you don't get all the items this time, don't worry. The event will come back later in the season. If you get all the events, bully for you. You can skip out next time. They're basically fighting so hard to get engagement that they're not they're getting the opposite of what they set out to do they've corrupted and sabotaged their own aims the tenrai event is designed to make you log in each time it comes up and dollars to donuts it's not doing that they're having depreciating returns of logins I'd put money on the table. I would bet money. Be like, no, this isn't working. You've driven players away with this crap. Because they're like, I I have time to play right now. I'm not playing on your schedule. I'm playing on mine. I have time to play right now. I want to get the stuff. You can't. It's because it's six months for the first season instead of three. But... You again are reinforcing the point, Mo. Wouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it be better for them to say, yeah, if you want to get all the stuff, that's fine. 
and then you get all the stuff and you don't play instead of the reason that people aren't playing now do you want to know the reason people aren't playing now I'll tell you the reason people aren't playing now they're annoyed I'm out of focus come on come on camera there we go there we go people aren't playing because they're annoyed nobody nobody's taking a break now because they, they got everything too fast that's not what's happening People are taking breaks because they're freaking annoyed and they can't get the stuff or they don't like the way that it's set up or, I don't know, Big Team Battle's broken. I suspect the decision makers at 343 don't play the game, says Hilly. When they released the community video and apologized about the cosmetics, it was clear to me they had no idea how the game should run. Lack of vision. It's a lack of vision. They lied about earning rewards, like how you're supposed to to buy the battle pass I wish it was 2010 again because Call of Duty Black Ops 1 had their level up system right with the rewards and no battle pass I think battle passes are fine when they're done right I think ba- I think battle passes are fine when they're done when they're done when they're done appropriately let's talk about getting a legit progression system my battle pass is done and desync and ping issue destroy rank front no reason to play I'm not playing the event because I can't get the challenges. I can only play for a big uh, for a big chunk of time on Friday and Saturday. Right. That it's summed up perfectly when when I break down, I don't know why the camera is loving Darth Vader. Come on. It it might be our lighting decisions. I might have to switch to manual focus. It's driving me freaking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not to switch to manual focus. The the it summed up perfectly in the fact that the changes that they made, the changes that they made with the daily challenges and the depreciating amount of XP that you get. Okay, do the math. If you play four games a day, Monday through Friday, that's twenty games. You get like a little over four thousand XP. So that's four levels on the battle pass. So every week, if you clock in four four games a night, you're gonna easily take chisels away. You know, four four levels uh, uh, on the battle pass. Okay. Now you spread that out over six months, right? So that's twenty four times the four, and that gives you ninety six. That's almost a, that's almost a perfect battle pass completion rate. That's like the ding 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 ding. You know what I mean? So. If you take those same 20 games and you play them all on Saturday, you get like 1750. You don't even get 2000. You get less than half. If you play 20 games Monday through Friday and I play 20 games on Saturday, you get more than double the XP. We've played the same number of games. You've just given them what they've wanted. You're a daily logged in player. Instead, of what some people would do. I don't know, working moms and dads, college students, people that are incredibly busy. They're like, look, man, Saturday's my day to play. I order a pizza, I crack the brewskis, and I want to slam through 20 games. And you're going to get less than half the XP. That is a perfect picture of the problem. It's like, this is when I can play. Sorry. We need you to play in this way if you really want to get everything, if you really want to get all the items, if you really want to get the earn rates. Why? Why can't I just play as my life dictates? 
there's no way it's not hurting player base numbers when you feel a sense of futility in a game or you feel a sense of like well this game just isn't for me well you're gonna walk away and not play it what did I do with with Sea of Thieves when I got annoyed with the PvP the griefing and the lack of progress what did I do I just stopped playing I didn't go on some campaign on the forums or Twitter or make a 10-part series on YouTube about why they should, you know, remove it or give me PvE experience. No, I just stopped playing. It was very simple. Just bloop. Bye. Not playing that. There's plenty of other games out there. I'm going to get my tooth removed. See you tomorrow. All right, see you tomorrow, Sorcerer. There's plenty of other games out there, man. By the way, if you're new and you haven't hit subscribe yet so you can chime in the chat, let me know what you think of the conversation. You can take the poll at the top of the chat. You can also smash the like button. Those are free ways to support the channel. Subscribing is free. Hitting the like button's free. If you want to support directly, there's a dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. For those of you that are fans of the coffee, right now you can get fricked in February. Get fricked in February. Our Frickmas blend. The camera is not liking the lower lighting today. There we go. Frickmas blend. Okay, it was our most popular blend in November and December. We're trying to move through the remaining inventory. Use code GETFRICKED to get 20% off the holiday blend. So use the coffee command or go to RagelessRoast.com. If you think you're going to spend $300 on Halo, go buy a VR set. What? New glasses? Yeah, new glasses sponsor. We're now sponsored by Gunner Optics. Use the glasses command to order some. It'll give me uh, give me a kickback. But there is no discount because they're they're so reasonably priced. They just they're very affordable, so they don't do discounts. I love the honest criticism, but I have to give three four three some credit. They seem more invested in making a good game than many other devs. Their struggle is very apparent. Ethan, I will give them full marks for that aspect. I'll give them and I'll give the developers of New World full marks. You know what I mean? It's very very clear, very clear that they they are invested and want to make the game better my concern is beneath the developers my concern is the game itself the engine I'm worried that there's something wrong it's like (laughs) you guys can't do anything quickly or effectively like you're missing both as I've said many times this morning if you're not going to be quick if you're going to be slow to do updates at least be effective you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're both slow and ineffective. That's not a good combination. So by the time you push out the, the, the fix, many people have moved on or they're too annoyed to care, and then you make it worse. So you kick people both ways. You take too long so people get annoyed and leave with Big Team Battle as an example. You take too long so people just get frustrated. Like, this was discovered in the middle of December. The frick? It's, 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 it's January. Nothing? I'm done. I'm Okay. They leave. Then there's people that stick around. And guess what? You kick them too. Because they stick around and then your fix doesn't help. You, you talk about compounding player exodus. You're taking too long to fix, so people leave. When you finally do push out a fix, it makes it worse. So the remaining people feel like they should leave too. Any plans on covering the Steam Deck? I, I did my little $5 thing. I'm going to try and get one. Bleep says, Devil's Advocate. Would you rather people talk about or complain about your game for a long period of time during the event season, or would you prefer people don't complain, talk about your game, and only play your game for the first five days of the event or season? I'm betting they're banking on the no bad press mantra to drive interest in the game rather than being nice to the consumer and have massive spikes in playership. 
I'll tell you this right now. If YouTube's a barometer, and if the Steam charts are a barometer bleep, it's not working. It's not working. I can see how many people are searching for Halo Infinite when we cover it. I can see how much it's dipping and going down. We can look at the Steam charts. I don't know, man. The reason we're not covering Battlefield 2042 is because no one is searching for it. No one cares. Why? It's in such bad shape. It's not. It's a non-starter. There's no reason to cover Battlefield 2042. I could kick them while they're down, but no one would show up because no one gives a frick about that game. Everybody's moved on. And Halo is showing us similar results. We're seeing a lack of interest. We're seeing a lack of search. Why? People are people are just annoyed. They're like, whatever, dude. I'm done. Side note, I sent you some digital painting about the Mandalorian last year. Did you ever get them looking like they would be relevant in Season 3? You sent me digital paintings about the Mandalorian? Did you see them? I don't know what you're talking about. Feels like the lighting angle of the studio changed or am I just having a stroke? I don't like the change. It is a little bit different. I'm not quite as bright because these glasses are a little bit more reflective than my others. So I've changed the lighting just a touch. Just a touch. It's a little bit darker. Yeah. I could push the button and maybe and, and we could bring it up just a tad. Maybe. I could, There's a button on the back of the camera. Sometimes, sometimes if I give that a push, it brightens up the it brightens up the scene just a touch. Um, but instead of getting brighter and darker and brighter and darker, we we leave it at this at this at one brightness throughout the day. Steam charts are iffy, especially with the constant PC crashes. Well, and listen, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I will readily tell you and concede that most of the player base is not playing on PC. However, it's still a barometer. It's still a barometer to see the player base just going down, 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 right? Beyond that, beyond that, you, I can see when I cover it, how many people are searching for Halo Infinite, okay? Must admit, these glasses are better than the red ones, not so loud. Well, the red ones were more for style than, like, daily use. I mean, I'll admit, like, I pull them off. I pull them off, but they're more meant to be like worn outside and in the sun. They're not good for on stream because it's like they're like really reflective and as you're saying, kind of loud and it, a very inaccurate barometer. I'm I'm sorry, Charles. I don't agree. It's a free to play game on Steam. No, I think it's an, I think it's a helpful barometer. If I was only using Steam charts, then you could say that, okay, but player morale how many people search for it okay how many people are interested we see the results when we cover it on YouTube we saw the results when we played and steam charts if I was only arguing from steam charts sure but when you take them all we take them all into consideration come on man the player base is, is dipped quite a bit and I fault 343 for that I don't fault the players or the game for that it's not really the game it's the decisions it gives you an idea but Steam is no way the heavy player base people are playing it on Game Pass and all Xbox consoles homie Steam is known for free to play PvP games being very popular 
don't kid yourself it wasn't received well on PC which is an indicator of the PC community being different than the than the, than the Halo community and the, and the and the the Xbox community sure it's a free to play PVP game those are some of the most popular games on Steam come on it should be doing a little bit better than it is i'm not only using the steam charts though there is clearly a shift in morale there is clearly a shift in interest youtube is not the only barometer but it's a barometer we've seen a marked decline in interest now there's a huge turnout today and i'm thrilled but i can see it's primarily from people who already know who i am not people searching for Halo Infinite. Most of you that are here today and you're new, most of you clicked off of a suggest. You were watching something and I was suggested to you. And I really thank you and appreciate you for clicking, hanging out, contributing to the conversation, and voting in the poll. But I can also see how many people clicked on this video who were searching for Halo Infinite. There's a decline in interest. The Halo subreddit's nothing but super fans right now. All the people who had problems with Infinite have given up and have left. I'm going to give you another argument about the fact that I know the player base isn't doing that well. They're not bragging about it. They're not bragging about it. They bragged, They had no problem bragging about Forza. They had no problem bragging about Forza player base numbers. Where's the bragging about the player base numbers in Halo? Where, where, where? What's your average daily uh, concurrent? You know? I've always been repeatedly amazed by how much people will uh, pay for just the outfits, but remembering having to play through like Resident Evil on hard to unlock them and seeing the profits, it makes sense that they bank on the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still isn't worth 60 and co-op will barely make it worth. The campaign isn't worth 60 at release. They screwed uh, over a lot of the pre-purchased customers. I would say you're in a minority there, Immortal. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to like do fallacy of the group, but the, the, the general consensus from the community has been that the campaign is very good. That doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means you're not in good company. More people, I think the majority of the player base and the consumers that played the campaign would think, no, this is great. This is solid. This is very good. It's probably the strongest part of the game. I love all this talk of faith and patience and understanding. <laughs> This is the same growl that kills games for a menu they don't like. <laughs> I was searching for infinite population decline. That's how you found me? The pro scenes seem to be struggling in viewership too. It's not bad, but I thought more would be interested. HCS did very, very well on its debut, but it's gone down. It's not done so hot ever since. Why? You... You need a vibrant, active, and and happy player base, or no one's going to give a frick about that. No one's going to do that. No one's going to go watch HDS. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. Thank you so much. A bag of Frickmas and a bag of the Light Roast to Bobby Drake. Getting that discount. Thank you, Bobby. Using the code GETFRICKED. Hey, get fricked in February. Four coffee orders for the day. Who wants to be number five? You can go to RageousRoast.com or use my coffee command in chat and then just use the code GETFRICKED and you can get 20% off the holiday roast. We're moving through that inventory. So snag it while you can. After February, it's gone. This guy is searching for infinite population decline. 
Is it Thanos? <laughs> Thanos? Thanos, is that you? He likes to hang out in my chat. We have we, we have a lot of good representation and good argumentation here. It's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. If you ask me, people will be will more buy stuff from the shop if they have fun modes in the game and a decent uh, and decent buy the pass and a decent rank system. Oh, for sure, for sure. Infinite population decline does not make me think of Halo. It sounds like a global. <laughs> Why were you really searching about that? Listen, I was searching on how to synthesize rat poison, and I was also searching about infinite population decline. They are completely unrelated, right? The FBI is like knocking on his door. (laughs) FBI, open up. He's like, I I just really like Halo. I I swear. HCS is dope, by the way. It's been great. It's been great. Frickmas brewed up in my 1980s percolator. Makes the same, makes some uh, really good coffee. Yeah, man. Horizon Forbidden West got a new trailer. We could watch that in our second stream. Our second stream today will be about Sony and their push for live service. They are wanting to launch more than 10 live service games over the next four years. That'll be our second, uh, our second talk show of the day. HCS is hype. The streams are massive. They haven't done as well as they did that opening weekend. At least that's what I saw. I mean, I think HCS is amazing. I think the production's there. I actually think Arena does really, really well for competitive. You know, HCS would be better if it wasn't at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's also part of the problem. I want to try your flavor. Frickmas just uh, wasn't my bag. Oh, you didn't like it? It was our most popular flavor in November and December, and, and the Frickmas blend is my wife's favorite. It's a Mexican bean, Mexican sourced bean. It's a medium-bodied coffee. It is a medium roast. It has a bright, seasonal, crisp finish and balanced acidity. All Rageous Roast coffee has balanced acidity, making it extremely drinkable. The light roast, the dark roast is available, but the Frickmas blend will be gone after February. So get fricked in February. Get that 20% off. Snag yourself some coffee today. The cyber event was great for me. The challenges were annoying to knock out before I could focus on the event, but if at least it wasn't spread out like the Tenrai. Yeah, I suppose you take, you know, try to sank some of the good with the bad. Read the Discord message. They haven't done a live event since Raleigh. What do you mean? They Yeah, they have been. They did one in the middle of the night the one night. They haven't had a big live event again yet. The next big live event is Dreamhack in Anaheim. Well, then what have they been doing? What are these ones happening at 3 a.m.? Are they just qualifiers? Dark had me spoiled, so no comparison at all. There are people that can't drink anything but the Dark Roast, Mo. I love the Light Roast. I think the Light Roast is the most drinkable coffee I've ever had. If you're not even a coffee drinker, you should try our Light Roast. The balanced acidity, it's super smooth. I've had non-coffee drinkers tell me that they like the Light Roast. The dark roast is the same base flavor, just roasted up to a darker, darker flavor. Oh, they're just seeding for the big events. Oh, well, then I misspoke. Okay, yeah, HCS did really, really well when it had their big Raleigh event. Viewership was great. The productions, the production was great. The casters were great. It was, it was awesome. It was very well done. I was, I was actually admiring the shoutcasters I shoutcast 
and I've been prof- I've, I've been contracted to professionally shoutcast a number of times. I did it. I did a um, a charity tournament. I did a Fortnite tournament in New York. I did uh, what else did I do? I forget what else I did. I did something else. I was contracted. Oh, I did the Rivals thing for Borderlands out in California. And so a lot of the times I watch these events, and I think the casters are terrible. But for the HCS, the casters were phenomenal. They did a great job. No, you didn't. You were right. What? When you? No, I didn't. I was right about what creature? The darker, the roastest, the most balanced acidity. That's right. Team dark roast, but Frickmas is pretty tasty. Says Metasbo. We had people. My wife converted. Dark roast was her favorite, and she switched to Frickmas. Uh, Rocketkin says, "I've been subbed, and I love the content and streams. Thank you. I really, really like hearing from." Um, the new the new subs and the new users hosted e3 yeah i was a main stage uh host at e3 in 2019 it's hard to find any footage of that i tried to find some last night you can find my interview with a guy from call of duty modern warfare and then you can see me on stage with zeke for something else i forget what it was i thought the caster specifically contributed a lot of hype i really enjoyed watching hts yeah they did a good job i'm pretty critical i'm actually usually very critical of of hosts and shoutcasters because that's what I do. I host a show here every day. I picked up shoutcasting for fun and and got I, I had the largest the largest talent agency I think in North America reached out to me after I shoutcast Fortnite for like a week just for fun. They wanted to contract me for a, 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 um, a tournament in Canada. That was before Epic stepped in and said that they didn't want any tournaments to happen outside of their jurisdiction. So they shut that down. So I really enjoy shoutcasting, which makes me very critical of people that do it and don't do a good job. A lot of them are either stammering or they're mush mouth, like you can't understand what they're saying, or they yell too much. Um, the HCS is not just a North American thing. It doesn't mean they aren't streamed at 3 a.m. to decent numbers. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but those aren't big events. Wires Cross that made Lono think he was misspeaking. Yeah, but those aren't big events, are they? The ones that have been happening in the middle of the night? I thought they were. that people are saying they're like seeds and qualifiers. The good casting helps when you have old pros in the scene that know exactly what's going down. Perks of super old franchise. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, uh, I'm digging the steel on your face. Why'd you call me Ethan? Oh, you're talking to Ethan in chat. I know we don't talk much sports ball, says Gilly, but I think you'd really like watching Romo. I love, I, I think Tony's amazing. Previous QB, scary good knack for getting the play guess correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know who Tony Romo is. Cowboys quarterback. Never really got a great shot. They couldn't protect him. Super smart, super quick, very good caster. He's been praised as one of the most... Is, people want him to cast as often as possible. People love Romo. as uh, They want him up in the booth. They love him. Um, terrible QB? Well, uh, it's debatable. I actually don't think he was bad. I think he had a bad offensive line, but I saw the, the, you, I thought the same thing about Stafford. Look, look, look at what's going on with Stafford. I don't want to get stuck in sports ball. I said the same thing about Stafford. I said Stafford's a great quarterback. He's got he's got a horrible offensive line. And look look what the frick happened the minute he got out of Detroit. Romo wasn't terrible. He had a terrible line. Most quarterbacks in the NFL are not terrible. 
They either have a bad offensive coach or a bad line. Most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time a first quarter quarter a first string quarterback is actually very good. He just needs a good team and a good and a good coach. Stafford's proof of that. I'm excited for Ghostwire Tokyo showcases tonight. The game looks interesting. Yeah, it does. I was about to say the same thing. Lions sucked, and he clearly didn't. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a Stafford problem, and it wasn't a Romo problem. Romo's got the brain. He's got the brain, man. He has. He like he he does. He that's why he makes such a good play. That's why he makes such a good commentator. Very smart. Very smart guy. Lono no talking football. I'm here for SNTR Sports. <laughs> Romo wasn't terrible. Just look at his records. He broke. Yeah, yeah. It, it was not. It was not his. It was not him. Look at the all-time Troy Aikman number versus Romo's. Romo's numbers crushes his. Yeah, Romo was a great quarterback. I miss it so you could do one or two sentence summaries of Tiny Tina opinion. Uh, it's free for this month. Oh, oh, oh. Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep is a standalone DLC attached to Borderlands 2. It's wonderful. It's great. It's fun. It's funny. Good looter shooter. Borderlands 2 is is the granddaddy looter shooter. It's the best. It's hailed as the best in the Borderlands franchise. And Tiny Tina's Wonderlands comes out in March and it's a whole new game. But Assault on Dragon's Keep is a DLC attached to Borderlands 2. It's worth a play. It's praised as the best DLC in Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2 is praised as the best Borderlands in the lineup. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Brady's retiring. Good riddance, Brady. I actually have never disliked the guy. I, you know. I never disliked him. But, you know, when you deflate footballs, it makes them a lot easier to hold on to. Let's see here. Steam. Hello. You can now join the beta test for Monsters Domain. Just add it to your library. Monsters Domain? Why am I getting this email, though? It looks kind of cool. Um, If you're just tuning in, we've been talking about the Halo Infinite no update. They didn't do an update in January like they were supposed to. They were supposed to talk to us about uh, Forge and co-op. Joseph Staten tweeted about why they didn't do it. We've been discussing it this morning. I want to know, with the lack of the update, is it a cause for you to be worried? Uh, Almost 700 votes on the poll. Take the vote at the top of the poll. Take the vote at the top of the poll. Vote on the poll at the top of the chat. I can talk. If you haven't hit subscribe and the like button yet, consider doing so. Subscribing is free. Pressing the like button also helps out the video if you've enjoyed my coverage. I am a safe for work broadcaster. A lot of people treat me like video game radio. You can subscribe in confidence. People throw me on in the background of their day. And they can do that because they know I'm safe for work. Thank you so much. Lots of different and variety coverage here. We have covered so much. This afternoon, we're covering Sony and their desire to get 10 live service games in circulation over the next four years. Yesterday, we covered Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. We covered Dying Light 2. Um, we covered Sony buying Bungie, Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring. Uh, we cover From Software Games, the Sea of Thieves live stream. We cover a lot of stuff here. Lost Ark is right around the corner, and we're going to have great coverage of that game for you. RPGs, MMOs, From Software Games, Halo. Make sure you're subscribed. The specs are new, looking sharp. Thank you. 
It's our new sponsor, Gunner Optics. You can use the glasses command and snag a pair for yourself. The camera hates this dark color, though. I can't get it to... I can't get it to... There it goes. There you go. Come on! Oh, that looks cool to the side anyway. There you go. Gunner. Uh, Use the glasses command and grab a pair. You're not going to get a discount if you use my link. And the reason they don't do discounts is the frames are so reasonably priced. They're very competitive at a price level for blue light blocking glasses that they don't do discounts. However, if you use my link, it does support me. It's a cause for me to stop caring about Halo entirely, says Native. I just have to accept it'll never be as good as the glory days and move on. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the, that's the... I mean, you do what you feel you need to, Native. But I personally think that the game is going to be excellent given given enough time (laughs) given enough time I think they have a good base game I do I do guys also remember there's other ways to support the channel like my Amazon affiliate link anytime you're going to order anything on Amazon that just helps me out if you use my link first you can use the Amazon command or if you're watching the past broadcast there's a link below in the description Um, my shirts from 80s tees you can go to 80stees.com you can use code LONO 30% off these are displates we're partnering with displate as well and then there's the coffee. We're doing a big sale on the holiday blend. Use code GETFRICKED to get 20% off. So those are all the ways you can support the channel directly. Given enough time, both Halo and Batman, Batman can find a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I could get a discount on Lono's hair. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's looking good today. I like it. It's a little, it's a, it's a little messy. It's a little tall. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. It goes well with the big frames. Just FYI, there isn't a link for the glasses in the description. Oh yeah, we need to update that. We need to update that. Um, uh oh, I can fix that. I can fix that. I'm gonna do it right now. We have a uh, we have a default thing. We just need to update. I go in here. I click this little gear button, and I go to upload defaults, and I say, uh, right below. Gunners. There you go. And then I'll add it to this one as well. Anybody watching the VOD? There we go. Now anything we schedule will have that in the description. I did. What happened? Did I fall? (laughs) Did I fall? Did I fall asleep on your side? But did I fall asleep on your side? Oh, that almost never happens. That's what you get for making me, you know, come over and snuggle before I go to sleep. I mean, sometimes I'm going to fall asleep over there. (laughs) Uh, I'm not against snuggling. I just typically can't fall asleep while snuggling. It's too hot. You've adjusted the temperature three times. It is too hot. (laughs) The thing, the too hot thing? That's from Star Trek, the next, uh... Star Trek The Next Generation, it was Worf. You've adjusted the temperature three times. It is too hot. <laughs> I hope my brother's still in chat. We used to say that all the time. It is too hot. <laughs> it was when they were all devolving into animals. And uh, Counselor Troy was turning into a fish. So she was drinking lots of water and she couldn't get warm. And she kept turning the temperature up and Worf got really angry. <laughs> he scolded her. <laughs> the sad part is companies are now making people excited to hear about bare minimum update 
which should have been there the whole time. Yeah, it starts to feel a little bit like you know psychological manipulation. It's like, well, yeah, the game's so bad that you get like the the most the most mediocre the most mediocre update. And you're like, yay, finally, you know. I love the war the wharf quote. So funny. What a specific quote. We did stuff like that all the time. We would pick up a little quote from a show, and it would just become a meme or a joke between me and my brothers. The you know the it is too hot, and then we did the I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of my brother. <laughs> that was from what? What show was that? What show is that from? We're like her brother. It was a family, and the brother had Down syndrome, and he he got in with the he got in with some mean guys, and he was wearing like a leather jacket, and he was he was he was being a bully, and he was a sweet kid, and it was a sweet family, and his sister was like, "I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed of my brother," <laughs> and we would quote that from time to time because it was supposed to be a real serious scene, and we ended up just laughing at it hysterically. That one's from Picket Fences. Yes, the show Picket Fences. Or no, was it Life Goes On? I think it was Life Goes On. Wasn't it? Life Goes On uh, TV show. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was like Fight the Power. No, yeah, we've got it wrong, Derek. It was Life Goes On with Corky. It was it was Corky was the son and the, and the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I just looked it up. It ran, it ran for, I don't even know how long, uh, seasons, uh, four seasons, 83 episodes. Yeah. Fight the power, fight the power. And (laughs) remember they told me to go take a sandwich. He's like, I'm not going to take anyone's sandwich week. I, we couldn't, we couldn't take it serious. We were never laughing at him because he had down syndrome. It was actually a pretty, uh, that was pretty, a pretty bold move at the time to put somebody like that in a show like that wasn't common we never laughed at him in like a mean-spirited way it was the things they made him say like i'm not gonna take anyone's sandwich like that's like you know what i mean instead of being like no i don't want to do it or no i don't want to bully somebody but it was like no i'm not gonna take anyone's sandwich it was so oddly phrased you know and then he did it and his sister got so mad i'm ashamed i'm ashamed of my brother (laughs) (laughs) it was not supposed to be funny and yet we laughed pretty heartily at it the leather jacket and fight the power and not gonna take anyone's sandwich that's mint yeah yeah he was like punching he was like fight the power and he was like punching man oh man we never laughed at him for the reasons that others might have laughed at him we weren't those kind of kids but we definitely thought man oh man you're making this kid do some of the dumbest stuff like it's you're almost setting him up to be laughed at it kind of felt like at times it was a good show we watched it all the time we watched it all the time i uh i told my daughter about how we would get home on sundays we would get home from church and pop popcorn we had to rush home because back then there was no DVR, we would rush home, pop popcorn, and then we would watch America's Funniest Home Videos. And I like sang the song to her. I was like, "Stories from your friends next door. <laughs> they never told. <laughs> you might be a star tonight, so let that camera roll. You're the red, white, and blue. The funny things you do, America, <laughs> America. This is you. Dun, 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 dun. Remember the show? <laughs> Freaking." 
rest in peace bob saget what a great host bro oh my gosh we rush home every sunday to watch that it's a great show remember how much we hated that tom cuss on star trek we were hate watching it didn't even know it claim incoming yeah yeah we're gonna get claimed we're gonna get dmca'd for that one i don't know who you're talking about tom cuss what Like, I literally sang it to my daughter as a joke. I remembered every line of it from from way back then. Hadn't seen, hadn't seen America's Funniest Home Videos in that long. Back then, he would, like, walk out of, like, a set, like, a, a door, like, the front, it was, like, the front, uh, it was, like, the front porch of a house, and he'd come walking out. Oh, my lands. What a great show that was. Friday Nights was TGIF with, like, Family Matters, Step by Step, Full House, uh, sister sister hang with mr cooper all those shows on friday nights and then uh, boy meets world i think eventually ended up on a friday night didn't it i don't remember and then sunday nights we'd come home star trek voyager tom paris we hated that guy star trek voyager tom paris oh yeah why didn't we like him I can't remember. Can't remember why we didn't like him. Yeah, we would make fun of him. I mean, Voyager, all that mattered <laughs> in Voyager, <laughs> all that mattered was uh, Seven of Nine. I don't think anything else mattered. It was great to see they brought her back for Picard. She, uh, <laughs> she, she's aged like a fine wine. <laughs> they brought her back on Picard. I was like, ah, uh? <laughs> I was like. Did she get prettier? How's that possible? How is that actually possible? Thou shalt not disrespect any Star Trek personnel. Right. Because he was a total B? Yeah, yeah. All that mattered in Voyager was 7 of 9. That's right. That's all that mattered. Is she still... She is She is beautiful. They put her in Picard. I couldn't believe it. She's got like on a leather jacket and she's like fighting. I'm like, what is this? She's great in Picard. <clears throat> she's great in Picard the, the, the most recent trailer for Picard uh, they're bringing back uh, Guinan they're bringing back Guinan <clears throat> Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg we made it a point to watch it just to criticize it which we later repeated as adults with um, oh yeah we watched all kind of stuff to make fun of Mystery Science Theater infected our viewing habits totally she did a Jillian Anderson yeah, yeah, Jillian Anderson definitely got prettier as 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 the seasons went on. Well, especially if you watch if you watch Hannibal. Holy smokes! The show we watched just to give the MSG three K treatment. Which one was it? You'd have to give me some pieces of the show. We did it to everything we watched. We made fun of everything. Like that's like I literally cannot. I can't watch TV shows now. With I, I still do it to a certain extent. You'd have to give me like plot details, character details. I can't remember. We watched a very different version of MS33K where they broke episodes in half and Mike, the guy who eventually took over the show, he was like an old man and he would give you a brief summary of what you were about to watch. It was really odd. It was like they repackaged Mystery Science Theater for PBS and they used Mike to do it. And they and and he was like dressed up as an old man. No, I've not seen her in that uh, Valiant. 
a big burly detective always looking through crime scenes for just one thing oh yeah it was it was it was csi we would make fun of yeah it was csi with uh with um the redheaded guy who to who, who puts his glasses on it's like and then like screams every time he puts his glasses on we yeah we made fun of it we always we always said the bald guy was looking you know he's like Man, looking through this scene here. Is there any porn here? <laughs> like, it was what he was always looking for. I don't know why that was our ongoing gag with him, but that was the ongoing gag with him. Yeah, Horatio. Yeah. David Caruso. <laughs> we literally watched that show to make fun of it. <laughs> we. We made it a point to watch some shows in order to make fun of them. It was very enjoyable. Um, let me see if I can log in here and check this. I wonder how immediate... Uh, uh, log in. I got to schedule the next stream, too. Caruso with the puns. Yeah. Looks like he'll be checking out early. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so stupid so dumb um yeah this is saying we've gotten one click on the gunner optics link i'm doubting that it might just take a while to upload i was update i was gonna see if it, if it had uh it had shown any reports yet all right let me get this next stream scheduled sony live service games Okay, and copy paste, copy paste, a lot of copy paste. There we go. Oh, what should we? We'll put ourselves in Horizon. Uh, that one's a really anticipated game. You have to put yourself in a freaking game. Uh, I'm not gonna put us in Horizon Forbidden West news though. Alright, let me snag these tags. Close that out. You're the red, white, and blue. I have that song in my head now. The funniest things you do, America. <laughs> it's such a good song. I like it at the end. It's like, America. It's like, it's like a ballad. He's like really singing his heart out to America. America, America. <laughs> this is you. It makes me think of that. They come into America. It makes me think of that song. <laughs> our, ch- our church did this whole thing with that song and a slideshow. The beautiful patriotic injection into the house of the Lord. What the frick? <laughs> Do you remember that? They come to America. <laughs> Oh my gosh. They did that at our church, bro. <laughs> that is so not right at so many levels. <laughs> so not right, bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is just not what you're supposed to be doing when you're gathering, folks. <laughs> Celebrating your country. Oh my goodness. Ooh. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah, dude. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad, bro. It was bad. It was so inappropriate. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Mm. I always say I miss the 90s, but I know it's really just the simplicity of my younger years that I miss. All that said, the 90s were a cool decade. Oh, yeah, the TV shows and sci-fi back then kind of slapped. You know what I mean? Kind of slapped, you know? What was the Dave Coulier show? Full House. Full House had Dave Coulier in it. I don't know if he did a show other than that. You know? I don't know I don't know if he was like... I don't know if he was known for anything. He, he did kind of like... I don't think he was super popular. I think he did kind of like slapstick stand-up, and it wasn't it wasn't received that well. I don't think he I don't think he did all that well as a as a stand-up comic. I mean, he had a stand-up career, which is which is a, which is an achievement in and of itself. That's a very very hard industry to do anything in. Um, but he uh, he he was I think he was most well known for Full House, was he not? If you ever want uh, a red flag, go to a church that speaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely, we definitely have had our share of that growing up. <laughs> we have had our, uh, we've had our share of that growing up. <laughs> uh, rewatched the X Files recently. It has not aged well. I rewatched it with my wife, and we thoroughly enjoyed it. I actually thought it aged quite well. Um, Mythrax, we almost never use that form anymore. I, I, I'll clear out the questions. Some of you guys just keep coming in and trying to use that question command. Uh, I'll answer your question, though. Uh, do you think an icon like or at least similar to Michael Jackson would emerge? That is so out of left field. An icon could emerge? No. I don't think it's possible. Globalization makes that so difficult now because, like, we, we got we have like a like the West is enjoying K-pop, and then the you know the East is enjoying I don't who I don't know are they enjoying Lady Gaga maybe um, I don't know that that's such a difficult thing to do yeah I mean BTS is like globally renowned right I mean it, but at the same time so that's why I don't think it would work I don't think you can have like a breakout a breakout icon now. Because it's too, the globalization makes it harder. The market is more, is more, um, dense. You know what I'm saying? The market's super dense. BTS is the biggest name in the world right now. Yeah, but are, but, but, but are they as big as Michael Jackson? I don't know. I think that's what makes it tough, right? Like a, a, a group like BTS becomes this, this, this super, super popular group. But are they at MJ's level? I don't know. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Like, she's globally renowned. But is she at Michael Jackson's level? I don't know. I don't know if it's possible. Back then, it was like, when you got to that level, there wasn't anything else to really compete with you. Now, when you get to that level, you got Taylor Swift, you got BTS, you got Gaga. Like, you've got, like, a lot of people at that global icon status. So it's, you know, it becomes more competitive. It becomes more dense. If that makes sense. And the market also, it's literally attention span of a five-year-old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're here, you're you're relevant, you know, for such short periods of time. That's also true. I need to plug my freaking phone in. It's not charging at night. I don't know why. Ed Sheeran's getting up there. What's BTS? It's a K-pop band. It's like a boy band from, where are they from? Are they Korean? I don't, I don't know where they're from. 
They're also known as the Bangton Boyne. is a South Korean boy band formed in 2010. They debuted in 2013. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, I don't even know. Their values, their net values got to be just nosebleed worthy. But yeah, South Korean boy band. That's what K-pop stands for, right? K-pop is like a Korean, it's in its Korean origin, isn't it? It's Korean pop music. Yeah, yeah. That's what K-pop stands for. That's what I thought. I didn't want to presume and assume. I'm not, I don't listen to the music, so I don't, I'm not super educated about it. (laughs) I don't know the band boy, I don't know their names. (laughs) I don't have like a poster up in my room. (laughs) Michael did it without social media though. Bigger deal. It's a lot harder. Yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no such thing as like going viral, you know? That wasn't really a thing. You, You had to, you had to really, really earn it by sheer force of will and talent you know so give me a second here give me a second I'm gonna run upstairs super super quick you might see some ads we'll keep the conversation going do me a favor if you haven't already smash the like button we only need about 50 more likes to hit 400 likes those like milestones help the video take the poll at the top of the chat if you haven't done so really really good results on the poll today Halo Infinite no update about Forge and Co-op. Are you worried about the game, the engine, the slowness of updates, and things like that? There's other ways to support the channel. It's free to subscribe, or you can use the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat if you want to support directly through a tip or a membership. And again, you might see some ads when I step away. I'll be right back.
Okay. I think I la- the lack of social media made it easier. Everyone was watching MTV. Everyone was listening to the same three radio stations. Yeah, that definitely funneled, like... That definitely funneled more attention. You know what I mean? It did. It, well, it's... There, I don't know. There's pluses and minuses. There's pluses and minuses. Because the, the, the reach... The reach of social media and Twitter and going viral is is insane. You know what I mean? Absolutely insane. Ugh, it'll come at 12 p.m. chill. Are you, if you're telling me to chill, my stream is not about the big team battle update. It's about the fact that we were supposed to get an update in January and Joseph Staten said we can't give you an update. So Halo Infinite no update has nothing to do with big team battle. So, and to be quite honest, they tried to update it in January and they messed it up. So they don't, they don't really get a lot of uh, credit and patience in my book with respect to the big team battle. You know, I think, I think they need to be criticized a little bit. Album and hit sales are also very difficult to compare now. Yeah, it's just, it's you, the, the, the reach, the, 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 how far music can reach now is just crazy you know what I mean it's just absolutely crazy um you know it it's so hard to compare there's so many avenues of listening to music now that that reaches beyond what they could have done back then you think Michael Jackson would have pulled it off in the current time I I it's hard to know. There was a lot that contributed to it because there was more of a, I don't know. There was there was more of a runway back then for that kind of a thing, and he was he was the. It's so hard to compare to now. He was a pioneer, and you can't be. It's hard to be a pioneer now. So much has been done with music. Streaming also eats into sales as well. Haven't bought an album in fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Infinite should have been delayed beyond the year it already was? Um, probably, but that's a hard question to answer because you get to a point where you got to crap or get off the pot. You know what I mean? And I think they got to that point. It was like, we, you got to push the game out. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, push, push it out. You've, you've got to get something in view of the public, something in the public's hands, and start receiving that feedback, start receiving that information, and then make your adjustments. You know? Um, Nintendo reconfirms release windows for major upcoming Switch games. Really? What do they reconfirm here? Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Nah, they're putting temporary now for Breath of the Wild 2. Temp 2022. It's good to see Breath of the Wild is still hanging on to 2022. Where do they where do they say this though? Uh Below we listed the major Nintendo titles currently on the docket for 2022, the announced ones at least. The updated schedule includes January launches. So they've not said anything. That's a nothing. That's a nothing article. What the frick? Um, uh-uh. 
I just want a date for Zelda. Yeah, we did a video that's doing very well on updates about the leaks and about what it's going to what it's going to include. Um but th- we we still don't have a date. They're still aiming it this year though. Um seeing if anything else is broke. Netflix just gave us first looks at Knives Out 2, The Gray Man, and Henry Cavill back as Sherlock and Enola Holmes 2. Oh, good. They're doing a sequel. I liked him as Sherlock in that. Uh, duh, duh. The big streamer news is so often so silly. Um... Trainwreck reveals his $1 million per month deal with Bit from Bitcoin Casino stake has changed. I'm making much more, he says. Golly. Just absolute insanity. Um. Oh, Michael Shannon's coming starring in something upcoming called Night's End. I really like I really like Michael Shannon. He was so good in Take Shelter, as well as in uh, Man of Steel. It was from Game Rant. No, it wasn't from Game Rant. Um, oh, here's something about Call of Duty Warzone pros claim Raven enhances bullet registration for low KD players. So, Call of Duty pros are saying that Raven is enhancing bullet registration for low KD players. Do you guys think this is something? You think this is true? Recently, top tier Call of Duty players have been shadow banned after receiving an influx of reports causing these players to switch to new accounts. After playing a few matches on the new account, many began to speculate that low KD accounts were receiving a boost in aim assist and enhanced bullet registration. Bullet registration is defined as the number of shots the game registers as successful hits against player enemies. The accuracy of the bullet reg is an important factor. It's based on connectivity and exhibits some inaccuracies when the server is not up to par. However, professional Warzone players believe that after a few games on low KD accounts, they experience a significant increase in bullet reg accuracy, giving them an advantage. Update, this guy said. It's an absurd difference in bullet reg. Played on a 0.3 KD account to see uh, if I shoot missile or another account if I suck. Many Warzone players have backed up these claims, revealing similar experiences after switching to low KD accounts. Popular Warzone player uh, Flanked or Flanked claims that after testing out the game on a 0.3 KD account, he found an absurd difference in bullet reg. Another Call of Duty gamer by the name of uh, S. Uh, Z. Smith added that he faced similar issues when playing on a .7 KD account. Many gamers claiming that Raven also offers significant improvement to aim assist for low KD. Gee, many Christmas. Raven has yet to comment on the issue. Bullet registration changes on based on KD. It, that's what it seems like. I don't know if we would be able to cover this on split screen. We we're, we might have to. I'm going to throw it in here. Yeah, in here. I'm going to throw it in one of our rooms where we hold stuff. That the Yeah, I don't know. We, we try to cover stuff like that 
they're the people are testing it and saying they're noticing a significant difference I find that kind of hard to believe uh, these guys are always head casing I don't think this is new somebody posted something about Forbidden West what room was I in is that general or gaming news I don't know I thought I saw something just a second ago when I was in discord a common way of adding difficulty I have never heard of this before now I've never heard of this I, I, I knew about lag compensation and how if your connection was poor it would sometimes help you because it would basically make the other players experience latency That too. Could it be because lower KD accounts get better connection due to less skill-based matchmaking? I posted the new trailer in SNTR General. Showcases challenges, outposts, gear, and more. Shoot. We keep they keep dropping stuff like this on Thursday, and it makes it really, really tough for us to cover because Fridays is is from is from Fridays. Yeah, it's a two-minute trailer. Already has 75,000 views. Wait a minute. I'm not... I'm, I'm seeing footage we've already seen. Oh, no, no, no. This is new. Man. Game looks so good. So many layers, skill-based matchmaking resulting in worse connection and higher skilled players having better movements, more difficult to hit. Yeah, I wonder if that's what it is, though. I wonder if it's that hit registration is working really, really well on a low KD because they're in a lobby that's purely connection-based, so they just have a better connection. Why is this being flagged now? People test and play different accounts all the time. Well, this is why it's, this is why, okay, so if, if that's your, if you're in the business of playing those games and trying to make it entertaining, it's extremely hard to make it entertaining when you get into the high, into the sweaty, into the sweaty lobbies. When you get into the sweaty lobbies, you're dealing with, you end, you end up dealing with sort of a, um, it, it it sort of sours the mood I guess is how I what I would what I would call it um that's what I would say it sours the mood they can't make it entertaining I think that's the problem that's always been the problem with with streamers and skill based matchmaking is they end up in a rut and when they get in that rut it it really really damages uh, it like really, really damages their um, damages their ability to entertain, and so they start jumping on lower KD accounts. They smurf because it's like I, you know, I can't make this entertaining. I'm dead all the time, losing all the time. Unless you're like Timmy, like Timmy Tenders is a natural born entertainer, so he he just. He does. He he just kind of sits there and talks to chat and does you know maybe a little bit of shout casting when he, after he's dead. But most streamers don't want to do that. They're not known for that. Why is it being observed now when the player behavior 
uh, that is showing it's been present for a long time. I don't understand. You're presuming what player behavior has been present for a long time. We also being on a lower KD account means you are with lower KD players, so their movement will be poor. So, of course, your hit registration will be better. And are we surprised that doing doing better in Smurf lobbies? These are pros, though. Come on. They're not just like, hey, no, 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 no. Let's, let's be careful here. Pros smurfing or experienced players smurfing isn't new. They are finding not only are, yes, they're having an easier time and getting more kills. They are finding that the hit registration problems seemingly go away when they do this. Meaning that potentially hit registration is suffering for a variety of reasons. Maybe it's suffering because skill-based matchmaking creates a lack of you know a lack of match connection integrity, and that's why it's happening. Maybe it's because they actually adjust hit registration for the lower KD lobbies. It could be any number of things. People that play at this level aren't just magically coming up with an excuse. Oh, I'm playing better because hit registration is better. No, they do this all the time. They haven't only just started smurfing. They've been doing it for ages. So for them to flag it now suggests something has changed. That's the point I was trying to make. Oh, I understand what you're saying, Valiant. What I just said. Yes, they've been doing this for a long time. Smurfing isn't new. Smurfing and and discovering better hit registration is new. The hit reg problems go away because no one's exploiting movement mechanics. I don't. I don't know. I think that's. I think that's an oversimplification. I wouldn't wave. I wouldn't wave a hand at this. I wouldn't. I would say, yeah, there might be something going on. It could be a lot of factors leading to the result. It's not. It might not be as sinister as them like turning a dial for like lower KD players. But there's something else going on. I don't think it's as simple as a wave of the hand of like, oh, well, you know, people aren't moving as much. They've smurfed before, which means they've gone into lobbies before where people aren't moving and doing things that would make them harder to hit. This isn't a new thing. Therefore, there might be something going on to create different hit registration in 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 low KD lobbies. Skill based hit reg is in the patent that Activision holds for skill-based matchmaking. The silence from Raven is telling. Right, they don't even have a a firm answer to come out and be like, well, yeah, we understand why this might be happening. Here's all the reasons that it might be happening. By no means am I saying it's scientific, but something has changed. It may not be what they are implying, though. Yeah. It could be that skill-based matchmaking is too extreme, and once you get to certain thresholds, you're just constantly playing in lobbies where the connection sucks and it affects hit registration. So the minute you're in a low KD lobby, you're like, oh, what a breath of fresh air. My gosh, I'm in a lobby with good connection and automatically experiencing better hit registration. It's like switching from bad connection to LAN. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, hit registration is going to like be, seem significantly better. Like hit registration is going to look like garbage if your ping is 90 versus 40. You're going to think hit registration is bugged. No, your ping's twice as high. (laughs) Play on a 100 ping and then play on a 50 and then talk to me about hit registration. That's why I quit playing Call of Duty. Tired of sweating every game. I said this whenever I quit the one time. It was Black Ops 3, I think. I said their philosophy has changed. They're more concerned about leveling out wins than just having a good game and they're doing it through artificial means. 
And then, you know, B. Dobbins found that there was inherent lag even when you played LAN. They wove lag into the game. They did it on purpose. Good connection against players with crap movements versus bad connections against players with good movements. The hit registration will be vastly different. I don't know how much of it has to do with the movement, though. I don't. Because you know when you're shooting at somebody and it just doesn't register. Complaints about hit registration are usually shown in clips where it's not, it has nothing to do with movement. They're not getting hits. They're like shooting at a guy and the hits aren't registering. It has very little to do with the movement of the player. It's, it's potentially related to the lag and the latency because they're in a skill-based environment and the connection suffers. The game is also having persistent frame drops on PC and streamers have to reset the game so it could be engine problems. Battlefield just closed dice down. These guys are not able to put out a scoreboard until March. Can't make this up. Battlefield Direct Communication says our next update after today's hotfix will now roll out in early March. This is a change from our last messaging to you all on its intended release. The extra time will help us ensure we improve the quality of our updates and include additional changes. Jeepers. Just jeepers. What the frick? But you are thinking like a Lono, not like a scumbag who knows he's exploiting the movement system, which 100% affects reg. Movement isn't really fast enough in this game to be the sole contributor, in my opinion. It could be a small factor, but like Lono said, you know when you shot while your crosshairs were over someone. Yeah, I don't think hit registration is going bonkers in the, in the, in the more challenging lobbies because people are using movement exploits. When you see someone and they don't see you and you start shooting and you don't get hit registration... Like, the clips that I've seen showcasing hit reg, it's not against some guy who's, like, running, sliding, hopping, jumping. It's a guy, it's just a guy, like, it's, like, straight up, it's a straight up firefight. And he just isn't getting hits. It makes a huge difference. If I was putting chips on the table, I wouldn't put as many chips on movement. I would put way more chips on latency. That's what I would do. If I was a betting man, if I was a betting man, and they were and they were going to research this and find the main culprit. I'd put more chips on latency and a, and a couple of chips on movement. And I guarantee you, the findings would I'd win. The the cards would flip over and I'd I'd get a big payout. They would say, yeah, it's primarily being affected by lag and latency because you're in a more pure connection environment, low KD, and when you're high KD skill-based matchmaking hits and you're in an environment that is far more prone for latency and latency has just such a direct impact on hit registration when the game removes movement types uh, and the pro league makes certain movements illegal it's clearly an issue most of what people are saying is valid in general but it doesn't go uh, any way to explain why it's only being observed now and not before I'm not talking about slide canceling. I'm talking about slide cancel into a bunny into a slide cancel. And people might be using macros to make it to, to perfectly execute it in quick succession. You guys are playing dumb at this point? No one's playing dumb. There's no reason to say that. I don't think anybody's playing dumb. 
I think hit registration is more directly impacted by latency than movement. Even if people are doing movement exploits. Late to the convo, but there's definitely something there. I've had three times over the last month that really left me scratching my head. Shots just didn't register. The HDS can frick themselves. They've done more damage to Halo than anything else. Jeepers, why do you say that? Why do you have such a strong opinion against the HCS? What have they done to the game in your mind? We only need 30 more likes to hit 400 likes. If you haven't smashed the like button, do so. Subscribing is free. We did talk in this stream for about two hours about Halo Infinite, no update. They were supposed to do an update in January, talking to us about Forge and the co-op campaign. Apparently, in about an hour, there is a Halo Infinite big team battle update being pushed out. We're not going to test that. You can if you want. We had a long discussion about, are you concerned? There's a poll at the top of the chat. Uh, Halo Infinite, no update about Forge and co-op. Are you worried? My concern is the game seems like they can't do updates quickly and and effectively. If you've ever played Call of Duty for more than an hour, you've run into what I'm talking about. Some goof bouncing and sliding all over the map and and you can hit him. Right, but that's not what the... You're acting like pros can't distinguish the difference between that affecting hit reg and a general difference in hit reg on low KD. You're acting like the pros are dumb. Like you know what I'm saying? Are they are the pros too stupid to know the difference between somebody doing what you're talking about, Harry Pottering across the ground, chaining together movements in a really weird way? They come on. They know the difference between that and when they just don't get hit registration. Like, what the frick was that? I just shot through a guy. There's a consistent complaint about hit registration. And there's a big difference between when it happens and you can see it, measure it, watch the stream back and record it, and some guy, you know, loop-de-duping around like some kind of weirdo. I was saying it's a contributing factor. But when it's a contributing factor, it's obvious what's going on. They're not dumb enough to be like, yeah, that's, that, that was a hit reg problem. They're like, no, this guy's using movement exploits. Pros are quick to just point to anything but themselves. Wouldn't the pros be the ones that led to the pro league saying you can't do these movements, which would then lead me to believe that the pros understand that a movement exploit is the cause for the hit registration issues? Do you see what I'm saying? They clearly have determined that those movements are a problem because they're not allowed in the pro league. So the pros would be able to distinguish between when somebody was doing that crap and when hit registration is just not working well. Even dedicated good players know this. Yeah, I I, I think that's... I, I do not think the movement exploits are the single leading cause here. They're not. If I was a betting man, I'd put chips on the table and say it's mostly connection related. You are putting them in lobbies where the connection lacks integrity because you're more worried about skill-based matchmaking and the minute skill-based matchmaking isn't firing, a low KD account isn't going to be shoved in anywhere. You're going to be shoved in any game you can get connection-based. Boom. Hit registration is going to be significantly better because your connection is more stable. The pros want to dumb down the game for themselves so the pros should never be listened to. The pros think the game should be Halo 3.5 so the pros can go frick themselves. I think they have every right to contribute to the conversation but I don't think the game is being catered to them. 
What do you think has been done to Halo Infinite's gameplay, guns, and balance? They haven't done anything. What are you even talking about? What is what has three four three done to Halo Infinite in in since its launch? Based on the pros' influence, what? The radar change was the only thing I know they did, and that seemed to come from the general community that they didn't want threat detector. They wanted the generic Halo radar. What other big changes have they done? I don't see three four three marching to the tune of the of the pros fiddle i don't see any evidence of that at all the pros know very little of the game they want to nerf the mangler okay has the mangler been nerfed has it i mean they have every right to to to, to pinpoint there are problems with the mangler you can hip fire melee somebody that time to kill is so busted right now you can't act like the mangler doesn't have something about it that is slightly busted i think a hip fire i think a hip fire melee kill time is broken and should be addressed that doesn't mean the mangler needs to be nerfed but a mangler a mangler hip fire melee kill is busted that's that's not how ttk is supposed to work in this game that's a that's a that's a circumventor of of ttk LOL, the mangler is fine. That's a very thoughtful and well-made argument. The pros were deeply involved in map design because they were brought in to do playtesting and give feedback. It's a three-shot kill gun and has a spike on the end. It's a hip-fire melee kill. You understand that's why the pros are taking issue with it, right? They're not taking issue with it being a three-shot kill gun. They're taking issue with the fact that at close range, it's breaking TTK. Doesn't a mangler require to get super close to do that? Yeah. And a lot of the map design and a lot of the engagements happen at a range where the mangler is breaking total time to kill. That only works in close quarters, though. The brute shot was the same way. Yeah, was the same way. It's strong, but melee range is all that needs nerfed. Make it really close range only for the combo melee kill. It's a high-risk, high-roar gun. It's fine. I, I'm going to err on the side of the pros understand that if you disrupt close quarters time to kill, that can be super problematic depending on map design. So then certain maps are going to have people doing an absolutely busted time to kill, and other maps you're not that's not balanced you shouldn't be able to walk onto a map and be like oh yeah dude there's gonna be a ton of close quarters fights in here you can get a ton of those nice little hip fire melees it throws everything off people are able to hit melees now the pros can get good and use it go back and look at halo 5 the pros got the whole sandbox nerfed and killed speed running uh, of the game and it hurt the sandbox making it a one gun game it doesn't spawn on every map uh, all the time plus the sword is a faster kill the sword is a but the sword is a power pickup what do you mean the sword that's like saying well the rockets fast well yeah the rockets a power pickup what, what are you talking about the mangler is not a power pickup it doesn't it does uh, it doesn't have too much of an issue with it you can still outplay the mangler at instances the pros don't know frick they're scared to cross the 50 yard line and engage people I just the idea that you are the authority and the pros know nothing um, 
seems seems a tad silly to me I don't know I'm not pulling fallacy of the expert and acting like the pros know more because they're pros but to dismiss all of the pros input and act like well they ruined Halo 5 and like that you know more than them and they don't know anything I have a I have a hard time believing that I think your input and their input is valuable to dismiss their entire input and to act as if your input is the right input I find that to be just as ironically like hubris and self-righteously driven in the way that a pro might say well we know more than you you shouldn't listen to the scrubs and the noobs I think your input and their input is equally valid and valuable that doesn't mean the mangler gets nerfed but they might want to look at the fact that you can literally hip fire melee kill somebody and that's problematic to have an an over realized or disproportionate or an inordinate amount of TTK for one weapon in one instance if that's not I don't know. They put their time in to play this game for the fans and they constantly get crap talk. Yeah, I don't... I'm not going to sit here and say that the pros are right and you're wrong or that the pros know everything and you know nothing. I'm saying, I, I don't know. I, I I think their input is probably valuable and helpful and it doesn't... You See, the idea is you're acting like everything's perfect and fine. Does nothing need adjusted? Nothing needs nerfed? Nothing needs tweaked? The entire game, sandbox, and the function of the weapons are all perfect? I think that's highly unlikely. They played this at Halo 5. They helped design, design a lot of Halo 5, given that they had pro teams come in and help, but they complained after Halo 5 came out. Safe to say that they know very little. People used to do that all the time, projecting that all the sweats have an agenda, and so all their opinions are invalid. Yeah. My suggestion was it's easy for a pro to overlook something so simple looking for a larger issue. I don't think that that's true in the case of smurfing creature. I think smurfing has been around for far too long for a pro to just be like, yeah, yeah I'm getting better rag on low KD. There's no other reason why that might be happening. Like th- there's there were multiple people chiming in on it. So and I think my, my I think my pushback was was logic and logical and sound that it's unlikely that hit registration is oh it's it's movement it's movement exploits they know when someone's using a movement exploit because they're calling for it to not be used in the pro league which leads me to believe hit registration is a bigger problem than movement exploits why because they'd be calling for the movement exploits to be patched they don't want it in the pro league why because it's an exploit Ergo, if they thought that was the main cause of hit registration, they would ask for it to be patched. They wouldn't be talking about hit registration if it was only related to the to the movement exploits. They've acknowledged the movement exploits because they're not in the pro league. Uh, not going to sit here and crap talk pros, but I agree the mangler is supposed to have a higher damage output. It's what the magnum is supposed to uh, supposed to be. So a one shot melee sounds appropriate. Can the but can the shotgun do that? There's a shotgun in the game. Can the shotgun do that? Why is one gun allowed to hip fire melee? Are there other weapons in the game that can do that? And a sniper doesn't count because a sniper probably has an, a significant decrease in hip fire accuracy compared to the to the mangler. Isn't the hip isn't the bulldog a hip fire melee kill and also a three shot kill? So the shotgun does that. 
Yes. If you hit all pellets, I believe it is. So it sounds like it's significantly different. You need to hit him with one bullet from the mangler. I'm not going to take the pro's word without a grain of salt. They've been making claims in other games. Call of Duty, D2. Uh, and they turn out to not be the right call. It's so reductionist and dismissive, it can't be correct. That's not true. So every time pros have made calls in Call of Duty and D2, that's all turned out to not be the right call? That's bullcrap and you know it. Pros have made plenty of predictions, calls, and calls for changes that turned out to be needed. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? To say that the pros have made for all these calls and all these games and it's always turned out to not be the right call is so reductionist. It can't be true. They're always wrong. They never get it right. That, 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 that is so impossible to be true. It's so improbable that that's true. Halo Sniper has the same accuracy uh, hip firing as ADSing. There's a big difference between a lot, but the, the, I, I think it, might, it could be the fire rate of the, of the mangler that's the problem then. I don't know. Not every time. Plenty of examples of bad calls, which is why I'm not taking it with a grain of salt. I could, I could rephrase your argument and say the same thing. The community gets it wrong equal an equal amount of time, so why would I consider the community's feedback worth anything? If the mangler gets nerfed, it's just a pistol with a lower fire rate, and that's not the purpose of the mangler. The problem is, with how shaky the netcode is, it can really mess with the sense of timing with the weapons. The netcode needs fixed before they really fine-tune the sandbox. The OG shotgun can do that. The new shotgun is a crap weapon. When I use the word always, they made plenty of wrong calls. Well, you said that you, the way you phrased it, I don't take what they say with, uh, without, without a grain of salt. They have been making claims in other games, Call of Duty and D2, and they turn out to not be the right call. So they turn out to be as the antecedent to the claims. So they make claims, dot, 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 and they turn out to not be the right call. So you attach the negative to the antecedent of their claims. You basically said, yeah, their claims turn out to not be right. So yeah, you didn't use the word all, but your, your sentence read at face value is that their claims turn out to not be right. That is is a pretty all-encompassing claim you see what i'm saying like that's a far their claims dot 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 turn out to not be the right call you didn't use the word all but you said that their claims turn out to not be right call of duty is different the games now have 50 plus attachments per gun some of which aren't uh fit for competitive now we're talking about like 10 different things just lumping all pros in a group as one entity and then blaming them for all any of the mistakes uh, for any of their mistakes just feels mad. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. The, the, the pros, the pros have really, really good insight and input into map, map balance, map flow. You know, I never said they were right either. My point is, just because they make a claim doesn't make it the right call. No one is arguing fallacy of the expert. Oh, well, they're pros, so they're right. No one has yet argued that yet. You're arguing against a point that no one made. No one has said that. If you name the individuals who are making the claims instead of labeling them as the pros, then it falls apart completely. I think the Magler is fun the way that it is, but I do think that they could make it respawn 
the respawn of the mangler longer so they're not constantly getting picked up and maybe lower the amount of ammo yeah that's what i mean like i just i just think there's probably more to it than just like a dismissive wave of the hand oh it's fine so right now you think the entire game is fine there's no balance issues there's nothing wrong at all with the game not a single thing needs tweaked or adjusted it's a, per- it's a perfect game. It's a perfect sandbox. Now, I think Gilly is on to something. I do think they probably need to mess with hit registration and desync first before they start fine-tuning weapons. I, I definitely think that. But aren't some of the, aren't some of the... Was HCS LAN in Rally? If it was, then hit registration and desync was probably not an issue there, was it? Better trade-off for sure. Ammo economy for Mangler, spawn rate. Yeah, nobody has said that the pro uh, being a pro makes their arguments right. Nobody's argued that. I even pushed back and said, I am not doing fallacy of the expert. I'm not going to say, oh, they're a pro and therefore they're right. I didn't do that. I intentionally dis- dispelled that notion. There are plenty of things wrong with the game, but the mangler isn't one. It's working as intended. That comes down to opinion, I think, because the developers could agree with the pros and say, yeah, that's not something we intended to happen. You could claim it's working as intended. Has 343 said that was an intended consequence of the gun? Have they said that? Did the developers come out and say, in a competitive arena shooter environment, close quarters combat, we envisioned the Mangler being a one-shot melee kill? Have they said that? Because if they haven't stated that, that's simply your opinion that it's working as intended. If there's one thing 343 has proven, they didn't anticipate the consequences of some of their decisions. So... I don't know if they've gotten my confidence to be like, yeah, Mangler's working just fine. Everything I've seen about pros arguing for Mangler have been lower spawn rate, le- lower spawn rate, less ammo. Right. So they could say, oh no, it is working as intended, dot, dot, dot. However, we think it's happening too often. We think the frequency of the gun's spawn rate and the ammo economy is in too great supply. Therefore, we're going to limit it. We think it's fine to have a weapon that can do this, but the frequency's too high. There could be a variety of things that 343 comes out and says. 343 needs to not listen to the pro players and tell them to STFU. I can't interact with you. You're not an intellectual. You're just an angry chatter. I, I can't have conversations with people like you. It's not worth it. They should just tell all the pros to shut up. A potential multi-million dollar industry, uh, both respect with sponsorships and viewership, and uh, they've already selected a bunch of pro organizations to support the HCS. They've got HCS pro skins and, and, and microtransactions in the game. But yeah, they should just all tell them to shut up. Mangler needs to be on the same spawn cycle as the heat wave or the shotgun, says Phase Snipe Down. It has a 30-second spawn timer. Feels like three people have it at all times due to how much ammo it has. Halo Comp needs some quality of life updates. Also wouldn't mind a thrust for the accuracy also. So he's basically saying that the Mangler is equal to the shotgun, which moments ago, you guys made that point. Well, the shotgun can do it. Okay, cool. Thanks for your concession that it should be treated like the shotgun. It's a, it's a, it's a one-shot. It's a one-shot melee hit. So, it should be in the game as frequently as the shotgun. Thank you for admitting and conceding the argument. I appreciate that. It's always nice when somebody can admit they're wrong. All right, we can move on now. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, brother. Sony to make 10 live service games? Okay. Getting a tweet ready. We got to shift gears. We got to shift gears. We got more debates. We got more debates to be had. This is going to be about Sony making live service games. This guy named Tashi says, We've been seeing all the feedback and talking about it internally, especially big ones like the Mangler, with regards to the official methods to give feedback, surveys are on the way. Yeah, so they're listening. What does fallacy of the expert mean? Fallacy of the expert or fallacy of the professional is when you would say, This person is right because they're an expert. That makes, do you see what I'm saying? That's not how you argue if something is true. You see what I'm saying? So if you said, um, this guy is an expert painter and he said that you can drink paint to heal a cold. He's a professional painter, so he that must be true. That's fallacy of the expert or fallacy of the professional. You're basically saying something is true because of the authority stating it. That's not how you determine if something is true. So no one was saying, oh, the pros are right because they're pros. That would be fallacy of the expert or fallacy of the professional fallacy of the group is another fallacy oh a bunch of people are stating it therefore it's true yeah a thousand people told me today that you know the sun was purple well that doesn't make the sun purple well a bunch of people said it was that's not you know that's now fallacy of the group can often be mislabeled because when you have group corroboration of a claim that makes something more believable or more trustworthy but it doesn't make it true there's a difference between arguing something is trustworthy and not the same as arguing something is true. Does that make sense? If 10 different people told me they saw a guy in a red jacket hold up the liquor store, that's trustworthy. It doesn't make their claims true, but it makes their claims trustworthy. Do you see the difference? So you wouldn't say, oh, it happened, it's true, 10 people said so. No, no, that's fallacy of the group. You just argued something's truth according to just the number of people stating it. But you could argue it's trustworthiness, it's reliability, and then you could investigate and say, okay, we have reasons to believe this. All right, I'm putting a link in chat. This is where we're heading. We got to shift gears here to the Sony discussion. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News talking about Sony's plans to launch 10 live service games over the next four years. I'm going to give you a very quick breakdown right here at the start of the stream. If you didn't catch the live stream and you're watching the VOD, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss these live streams. We do them all throughout the week. They're safe for work. They're great discussions and we appreciate it. I'm actually going to bring people over from the previous live stream this morning. We talked